What's going on, Bird Crew? Welcome back to part two with Shane Graham. It's not going to drop like 30 degrees. It what might. are you about to do? Are you about to drop some heat real quick? What are you going to do? Tired of flexing on you guys. That's I a love it. I've ever seen one. Wigs are not easy to wear. Flexing his arms. So do we have the same koozie? I've been meaning to ask you that. Do we have the same koozie on our beard right now? I think so. I think it's two-sided. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even plan that. Look at that. I don't, I don't have a koozie on my glass. Shane? What are you drinking, Shane? Oh my god! You oh, know what's you funny? Go. I Solid. saw that at a uh, at a secondhand store. They wanted fifty dollars for those glasses, and Ooh. I was like, "You are not even Bengals fans, you pieces of shit!" Yeah. Like, all, all the glass the captain's got. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cap knows like with cards. Like where I live two hours away, I sent him a picture. I'm like, I I don't really get like into cards anymore, but Cap knows a little more about it. I sent him a picture with like. A bunch of Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. I'm like, man, is any of these like something I should snag up? Thinking like sell and make money off of. Everything was like way overpriced. <laughs> Just trying to rip people off. I got a Our rookie sent for my buddy. It was like a hundred dollar value, and I'm like, cool. I'm like, it's a hundred dollars for a card. For one card? Yeah. You'd be surprised. What is that? That one, Cap. Got got the trio right there. Well, that, that that's one for? basically. Oh no, these these are just a bunch of McPherson. Oh, nice game, game winners. Shane, how many cards do you have? You want to know how many cards I've bought? Ever? Or like of you? Oh, so, uh, the so so I get I get them in the mail. Honestly, every now and then, like uh, when I was coaching, especially because people could send them to me, and I and like to the the team email or the team mailbox or whatever. So I would sign them, send them back, whatever. Most people send them in a pre-addressed stamped envelope. So oddly enough, um, I got things to my house every now and then. And I, and it was kind of freaky because I didn't realize you could like figure out people's like home addresses. Yeah. I Googled the hell of a thing. That would be uncomfortable. You know, but as long as like the letter that comes with it is respectable and all that kind of stuff or whatever, and maybe I can can tell if like if it's a a younger person or just a very enthused hobbyist or something, then I'll sign. <coughs> but uh, if, by the way, d- disclaimer: I have cameras on every side of my house, and I will know if you're not on the right path. But anyway. <laughs> uh, just because we just said Google can tell where you live, I do have yeah. cameras 
and I'm a big Second Amendment uh, person, so there Hell we go. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. I mean, man, um, you should like people are weird, man. They're I can't crazy. wait to pull up in your yard and just wave at the camera now that I know that they're on each side of the house. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's me, it's Travis. You know, you remember that time we hung out? On the internet. Can I get some That would be interesting to talk about because I love how approachable so many like. Uh, Bengals alums or, or current players, like there, there's just something different going on right. Nice. Hey, I, I, I just right saw now. the street too, so now I know if I'm accurate or not. Look at that. <laughs> or, oh, for approachability. But approachability, it's like, yeah. It's terrifying to me because, like, there there are people that I know, and people are asking, like, "Hey, could you?" I'm like, "No, no, no," because you don't know who. You know, it's suddenly uh, a, a chance encounter turns into someone's following you, and you know. Have you had any weird encounters, Shane, that just, you know, fans go a little too far? Uh, Especially now they know your address, for fuck's sake. (laughs) And and I can can help hide that stuff. We'll talk later, Shane. Okay. That's that's your deal, right? Yeah. You know what, though? Like, I've gotten weird emails. I've gotten weird, not not emails, but DMs. any penis pictures? <laughs> Damn, what the hell? No. No. All right, I'm going to be the first. <laughs> oh, God. Neil, again, what the hell? I'll what? try anything twice. Uh, if he hasn't had any, I was hoping he'd say yes. So I didn't have well, to show y- usually it, it, I have a filter, so they have to file size have to be big enough. And I don't know if your file size <laughs> would be big enough. <laughs> oh, God, the setup. I, that's honestly a great point. You're probably correct. <laughs> the setup. Oh, no. Uh, no, you know what? I, I had a few encounters in Cincinnati and you know what? Honestly, some of them may have been my fault because it may have been someone who was disgruntled over maybe social interactions or something with, uh, significant or less significant others or something oh. he's trying to say everything without saying it right now i love it but it's so good but then you know probably i would say like i had someone like talk shit about missing a kick or whatever and yep. Yep. I, I i tend to be a very unconfrontational person in public because i always understood how that could uh transpire into relating to my career and, and, and consequences of that. So I tried to be very cognizant of like not engaging every single thing that I could feel like about. Um, there, there was one time where someone got in my face and said something, said this, said that. And it, I don't even know if they knew who I was or played a sport. I have no idea. But it, it, it got physical and, you know, like I, I've trained boxing and Muay Thai for 20 years nice. and have, wow. have fucked them up. Tell them. What's that? I said, I'm <laughs> fucked them up. Tell them. You had to tell them beforehand. I know how to box. I know how to Muay Thai. You know, if you put your hands but, on me, it's over. But within certain things, like you still have to think like I know how to defend myself, but yet do I really need to? Because sometimes you have to understand like part of this discipline that you've learned is not about 
defending yourself, but it's about getting out of the situation more than it is defending right. yourself. And when it comes down to it, like you, you can always turn around and walk away. But if you can't walk away, like how do you how do you de-escalate the situation? If you can't de-escalate the situation, how do you defend yourself without creating the most amount of damage that you could get sued for, or that you can get arrested for, or whatever? That's so really think about that. Holy shit. yeah, yeah. And, and people and, and forget a, you've got to talk to the cops afterward. Oh, absolutely. Do you, do you want the rest of your evening to be gone? Do you want to have to go to court? You know, yeah. all that stuff. But, it sounds trivial, but social media. About the evening with the dinner and you know going home, hanging out. He's like, yeah. oh, my evening's gonna be ruined though. Yeah, See, I'm not even kidding. That's how I think it. So my background is. Uh, Krav Maga, karate, boxing, and yeah, Kung Krav Fu. Maga, yeah, Wing Chun. So, you know, yeah, you, you, you get to that level where you know, okay, I'm not saying, hey, I'm also 45. We'll, we'll be 45. Uh, well, I, on, there's I, some subtle flexes in there. No, I, I may not, I, I can't kick like I used to, but I can still do enough damage. It's like, yeah. okay, this is all tight. I can't, I can touch my ankles. That's it. <laughs> Hey, that's a oh, that's a subtle flex if I've ever heard of one right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so like with, with all of these disciplines that you've learned, uh, so like Wing Chun, I know is all about angles and like and and momentum and things like that. Um, the one confrontation I had, I ended up basically countering a a haymaker with basically just use turning his shoulder against me and I need him in the stomach. Like as, oh. as, as his, as his arm came across, I came across this way and my right leg That's came up and need him in the stomach and knocked the breath out of him. So I didn't need to do anything else. And yep. in that situation, like I'm just thinking like, had I been mad or had I been super angry and couldn't control my emotions, no matter if I'd been drinking or not, like, was it worth it to to bash his face or to do anything that's going to bring blood or whatever? And I've just always been able to avoid those situations. And I've been very lucky to do that because, um, you know, as, as, as men, we tend to think our, e our male egos and testosterone turn us into these savage beasts that have to prove ourselves to the people around us. And it doesn't always have to be that way. Now, ever had to it's a whole yeah. different story but i i think that most of us that can be calmer minds can sometimes get to a point where we can de-escalate we can uh resolve it in a different manner and sometimes obviously you, you know I've, I've seen some videos of people that get attacked and like i just saw a video of downtown cincinnati uh maybe in like otr or something where like all these different dudes were just beating up on these three guys that were like already knocked out. And I'm like, why? Like, what is that? It's like going to a Browns tailgate. <laughs> oh, but it's shit. like, like you're, you're Don't get me started on the fucking Browns, man. That was the <laughs> worst story you got to tell. I, I just don't understand. Like why yeah. beat on someone who is not defending themselves anymore? Like your, no. your pride, it's not even your pride anymore because if you if it's all about pride, it's about competition. It's about like proving you're better than someone. Whatever it is, I don't know. But 
when someone is defenseless, like what good is that? And it makes me sick to see that kind of stuff. And that is why Glocker, Smith and Wesson. Yep. <laughs> not even not even that. It's great. It's great to know that like mixed martial artists, because I follow MMA pretty good. And uh, the people that have gotten into the realms that you guys have, you guys understand the whole language of it in the backside to where you're like, why would that go that far? And people that don't understand that language, that haven't trained, that don't know the proper way to throw a punch and this and that, they're just out street fighting to where they're like, I'm just going to beat the shit out of this dude and kick him in the head on the ground. We're like, we can de-escalate de this. I don't need to yeah. do any of this. I mean, that could be it's life changing. Between you, yeah. oh, oh, oh. between either you going to jail or living accidentally kill somebody, killed somebody. Exactly. And There's so many different jail. things that people like. The kick on the head is a felony. Uh, is a, it's a felony. Nobody knows that. You and, don't know that until it happens to you. And and I have to be I have to be aware of the fact that let's just say I got into it with somebody. I don't know that a kick to the head is really ever something I would use. In but you don't. It you, depends, I, I, man. Some people no, black out once no. they're like. See, they're, and that's and that's the normality, right? No more That's like a that's like a Chuck Norris finishing move in Hollywood. That's not really like yep. a true combat move. Like knees, knees and elbows and, and occasionally a fist is really all you're going to get. Oh, so you're talking like both standing up. But even if I'm on the ground, I'm not going to kick. How are you kicking somebody head. in the head? No, no. I'm, ground, say, I'm saying if I just fucking black out and I'm pissed off as, and I'm somebody fucking blasts me, I blast them back and they're on the ground, I don't know that I wouldn't fucking kick them in the fucking mouth. Well, I'm at oh, it. You got to be careful. Well, that's, that's what, that's no, what I, but that's what Travis is saying. Like that's why it's the difference between the normality of a normal person in a fight in a street fight. Yeah. You know, anything is going. You don't understand it, and then you guys having that conversation of intelligence involved with that. I appreciated hearing that because it's like you guys understand. That's why everybody in MMA when they go out in the street, unless you're Conor McGregor at a bar with an old dude that you punch him in the face, you understand you're not going to do that. That's hey, okay. you want to know when I always shout out Conor McGregor? There you yeah. go. <laughs> you want to know when I always knew to leave Cincinnati, not be in town when I lived there. Whenever, or or at least not go downtown. Whenever I knew there was a uh, UFC or a, like a MMA fight or something going on, like I yep. always knew yep. because. It's it, it's not the fighters that are fighting when, that I'm worried about. When those Ed Hardy shirts came out on the street. I was about to say, when you see more than 10 affliction shirts in a and and cauliflower ears, like everybody at the bar has an affliction or Ed Hardy or a cauliflower ear. And by the way, I'm not judging anyone no. in the world because I I, I We're speaking facts almost at yeah. this point. And and there are a lot of very good guys in that world, but when you're in the social scene and you throw a couple girls in the mix and there's a little competition and, yeah, and things get a little crazy. Unlike I'm when not, you go to Radford because it's three to one girl ratio. <laughs> you don't got to deal with that. You got enough. You got enough, man. That's why I'm saying those parties where it was 25 to one. Everybody was like, everybody's going to kill each other for that woman right there. I'm going to talk to her. That doesn't hurt to be a pro football player either. No. Shane goes, I don't know. No. That's a subtle, subtle flex. flex right there. No, no, no. That, that is definitely a subtle flex. 
And he, he is six Never, foot. ever, ever, by the way, use that line, do you know who I am? I am blah, blah, blah. Never, ever. Have you ever uh, – no, never mind. Don't even answer that. Never mind. <laughs> Plead the fifth. Plead the fifth right now. One, two, three, four. Damn. Everything you say. <laughs> Matt, how you doing, man? That's basically I'm good. Out. I'm good. Has anybody talked to Matt? Yeah, no. Hey, uh, I made the Jim Beam comment, and then everybody just shut down. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> uh, so did you did you even answer who you were going to have a drink with? You said Jim Beam, and then you didn't answer. Oh. For sports wise, God, I love Babe Ruth, man. That guy used to. Oh, oh that's a great yeah. answer. That's a great yeah. answer. You just kind of trumped us with that one. Mm-hmm. Bengals player, God. Well, I would have said Clark Harris, but not now. I already have one with Clark Harris. He's got a flex. I mean, I'd love to say Joe Burrow, but I know he doesn't drink, so. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah, I was going to say, I think Joe might drink. He just. I was like, where's the. I, I didn't want to be that person and not know that, but I was like, yeah. really? I got a good account that he doesn't drink. And then, uh, I mean, I know you guys are talking about the whole anxiety stuff, too with uh like meeting fans and stuff and i don't know if you guys saw like that video today but joe gets a lot of anxiety when he meets uh fans he just doesn't i don't think he knows what to do in the situation kind of thing it was kind of an interesting uh that's why he doesn't do a lot of events and stuff you know well, that makes what... a lot of sense now that you say that i was listening to lock on and uh joe's they were they were going through that whole interview and they're like did you miss us and he goes not really and i kind of was like, <laughs> oh, that's kind of weird but now that you mentioned that that makes so much more sense now yeah. Well, I mean, even Clark said that. He's like, you know, if you're a Joe Burrow, you can't just go out. You can't no. go to the grocery store. I, you can't go to the casino. He's I like, remember, me? He said, I can do it, and, and nobody gives a fuck. Like, yeah. I remember Boomer Siason taking a car from the practice field at Wilmington, or from the cafeteria to the practice field. And it's, I mean, it was a three-minute walk. He had to because he got absolutely yeah. mauled. Yeah, so. We had a we had a team dinner when I played in New England, and um, even from the like we had to have so many layers of things happen for us to get into the restaurant because when Tom would come in, there's just so many things that transpired to get him within the space of where our team area was. That. Um, because this was like during our bye week during the season, or maybe it was a playoff bye week. I can't remember, but it was like, uh, in order to get to where they had like roped off, like Patriots players only, and we had the entire team in there for a dinner. Um, you understand the celebrity status that a quarterback has is is just up here, and it could even be more so. See, like LA's different. L.A., Hollywood, all that, because. Used to it. One, they're used to it, but everyone's looking for it. And it's kind of, don't get me wrong, it's kind of a douchebag, parallel world, like bullshit scene, if you ask me. But. Paparazzi bullshit. Paparazzi, you know, like everyone's kind of playing up the image that they think they're supposed to be and all this bullshit. I'm not not a fan of that whole world. (laughs) Uh, I hate reality TV. I hate like so oh, yeah. I hate that whole world. But you anyway, hate TikTok. We get it. I drink that. But 
But when you look at when you look at like a Joe Burrow, even Carson Palmer, like when we would go have certain things and Carson would show up, it was like the staff of the restaurant would kind of like want to come see him. And 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 I'm sure with Joe having the success he's had and and Joe coming across as a very personable person, uh, you know, like most people didn't realize like Carson was a was a very down to earth person when he was here. Uh, he was just different in certain degrees. And when it things did not work out with Carson, everyone was like, oh, well, well, Carson's an asshole. Carson's this, that, the other. And I'll be honest, I'll defend Carson to the day I die. I think Carson is a good person. I think Carson was a great quarterback. I think the only thing that made him different was that Carson was not the vocal leader within the locker room that maybe – could have made things different. And and I don't know if it was because he felt like we had other vocal people in the locker room that maybe weren't the most positive leaders. Mm-hmm. Hey, can but, I mark another one off while we're talking Palmer or you want to, I mean, you finish this and then can I ask a question? Absolutely. So Dale, you and your note. I, mean, hey, I, I, I love Dale. Dale takes so much time into getting these questions and he just randomly like, just like, but I have I have another one here. Oh, well, we're me. only at two hours and sixteen. I know, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I made you guys aren't getting Cap, Hey, Cap, I sent this to you earlier, didn't I? And I said, yeah. I don't know if I'll need all these, but I wasn't prepared for Clark. So every now and then I'm gonna see if I can get a question in, mark it off, and see like how long it goes. Like let's do like it. Bengals and bruise bingo. Yeah. yeah. I, I wanna know who who in the hell is going to sit through two to three hours of a podcast? I don't know who did that hey, one with Clark know, Harris, but people do it. Podcasting, but uh, Joe Rogan puts on like a four-hour podcast every like week, it seems like, and everybody loves that one. That's the number I mean, one podcast in the world. Apparently, he's got freaking a gazillion followers. I mean, I've never listened to it. I've listened to clips, and I've actually loved a lot of the clips I've seen on his podcast, but um, – Clips are everything to get like four hours. Yeah. So if you break up some of these clips and maybe post them, shit. Well, last time, last episode we had with Clark, we uh, we put it into three, and we kind of learned. We learned that maybe we should put it into two because we went first hour with questions and good conversation. Second one, we were starting to get a little messed up. The one we just posted that I believe today. That third one was pure ass. We are are, three hours into drinking, and we are getting it. I well, was I wasn't even there for like the whole third hour. <laughs> not not only do I not get hangovers, but I also have a very good tolerance. So let's just keep this thing going. Wait, you oh, does Matt? Hangover? Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say I don't think Matt knows that yet. I you don't get that question. Yeah, dude, we were we were floored. Your tolerance, I'm assuming, is he's probably uh, got like uh, an IV drip back in the room as soon as he's done. <laughs> no, I, no. I, I do. Uh, I do have uh, accessibility to uh, B12 shots, but I okay. take those. Uh, it's very, 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 very. This rich. has nothing to do with the soup. That has nothing to do with the superpower. My superpower <laughs> do not get hangovers. Wow. No and he used to. I, I used to. I stopped getting them, and I am really hoping that it never comes back. Oh, I found out the hard way. I get really bad hangovers once I hit 30. So I was. Exactly. When, when, That's when the two-day hangover started. I was I was forty. 
44, when I married my wife, 43, and 44, whatever. Um, the night before her wedding, so y'all, are y'all good for a funny story? Yeah. Okay. So we got, no. No. We got married. We got married. I want you to make me cry again instead. Like, <laughs> fuck, come on. Yes, I would love a funny story. Um, Sorry, so Dale. We're getting married up in Traverse City, Michigan, which, if you don't know, is one of the most beautiful places yes. in the States you can go to. Yep. It is absolutely amazing. Um, we, I have friends from college growing up. Um, you know, family, friends, my wife's friends, all these people showing up in Traverse City, Michigan, who had never experienced it before. And no one's rental cars were reserved for some reason. Like we reserved them, but, you know, you know Traverse City is not a huge place, but no one's rental cars. So one of my good buddies from college, um, his wife told him, like, hey, I found you a really good deal. It's like $10 a day. It's this big box van, like box truck. So he rents this box truck that has like, it looks like a freaking UPS van or a FedEx truck or something. And so he has that and he's like, yeah, my wife got me this. So I'm just going to drive this around all weekend and everybody else can have their vehicles. Well, we start finding out that no one's vehicles are there. Something happened. We don't know what it was. So then when I start getting calls from all my buddies that are showing up like the, the two days before the wedding, they're like, hey, uh, none of our vehicles are here. We can't rent vehicles. Nobody, I'm stuck. There's no cabs. There's no Ubers. There's no anything. We're at the airport. So I said, Mike, what do you want to do? He's like, well, let's just go to Walmart and buy a bunch of folding chairs and put them in the back of the box truck. So our limo service for my wedding weekend was a box truck with <laughs> in the back of it. And we literally went and bought like plastic tubs and put ice in it and put beers in it. We treated it like a party bus. And we had all these different like folding, like the little fold out camping chairs, like just lined around the back of this big, huge, like U-Haul looking truck. Dude, that and is genius. Nobody got motion sick. I guess not. I mean, <laughs> I didn't. That's awesome. That's so, our new tailgate idea. Dude, that's so, genius. Well, drive around lot more. That's so truck. smart. <laughs> so I've actually I've actually done that. I went back to Virginia taking tailgate with a 24-foot U-Haul and put a generator in the back of it with an exhaust pipe out the back and had a couch, a PlayStation, and ordered like 30 pizzas and had a big thing full of liquor. But anyway, that's a different story. Anyway, um, so – we're taking all the people that are showing up within our immediate, like, you know, like, uh, you know, wedding party. We go to dinner at, the, at a casino. We do this. We all pile back in. We're like, it pulls up in valet. Like, valet doesn't even know how to drive this damn thing. We get in. Everybody piles in the back of it. We're, we, you know, we're having a great time. We go back to the hotel, and we have a party in a parking lot outside of this van, like a tailgate, like outside of this van. Then the next day, we have the rehearsal dinner at the hotel. We don't have to go anywhere. We have a big party outside of this big box truck in the parking lot. Well, my my husband's brother, my brother-in-law, I'm, I'm sorry, my wife's <laughs> brother. Damn you, Buffalo Trace. Damn it. <laughs> what in the fucking Jerry Springer did I just hear? <laughs> 
my my wife's brother, my brother-in-law, uh, at like at, at like 2:33 o'clock in the morning, comes back into like the bridal suite because I end up staying in his room so my wife can have like her own separate room like for the wedding. And he comes in and he tells my wife like, "Hey, Shane's really drunk." She's like, "Yeah, he'll be fine. Don't worry about it." And we were partying till like four in the morning in the parking lot the night before the wedding. And, you know, we're, we literally like, I was like walking around, like we're all taking shots of this. Ring the bell. Jesus. I just use my, my ring. Sometimes it's hard to get a clap on it. So I just. I haven't seen you take a shot of it yet. Oh, I, this is dead. This is for show now. Oh. Sorry, I don't have a re-up on it. <laughs> Fill it with water. Delivering people's bills don't give me a re-up on Class A Azul every time I drink it. Yeah, I think Cap had the idea, though. Fill it up with water, and then you could be like, yeah, I'm taking one, but you're just drinking water to hydrate. <laughs> that's what this is for. Yeah, yeah to, to, to the Chad Johnson thing, that's, that's what it. I used to do at clubs because I I – there, most of my life, I was not smooth with women. Now, I, I nailed the wife. Lie. Come on, look at that beard. Bullshit. <laughs> but, he didn't always have that beard. Don't make me find exactly. the pictures. Yeah, it, it's all just top teeth. You know, it's just no bottom chin. Um, <laughs> but I would, I would do that. I would just do cranberry and soda. So I had something to drink. So I didn't look odd at the bar. But I didn't get wasted. <laughs> Oh my god. But I didn't get wasted talking to women. I didn't say stupid stuff. Now I stay I just say stupid stuff sober. But my wife's used to it. Well, now you got a wife's now you can just go full blown on it. Oh yeah. Uh, all right. Shane, are you mixing another drink? Because this oh, may be a Yeah, Dale, 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 uh, do the spotlight in StreamYard and spotlight his video. What, you act like I know what to do. You're supposed to contact me sometime and walk me through these things. Yeah, yeah okay, buttons, so, it'll so work out. just start clicking the buttons at the bottom <laughs> with frames. Yeah, there, there's buttons below Dale's the screen. Two and a half hours into this. I don't know if he knows what you're talking about. Just start clicking them until it's Shane, all Shane. Oh, oh you take everybody out back room? Yeah, I could do that. Just all you had to do is say, give him the fucking Jeff Tritipal treatment. That fucking. What are you doing? Oh, he's he's dropping pickle in here. Yep. There, uh, try the. Other. Yep. I have no idea what's going on here, but hold on. I will just say we're all moving to the background, and we're letting you just tell us what's going on. I'm making a uh, pickle martini. Only I'm making it very strong instead of just the typical uh, deal here. I love the fact that I'm just going to talk to myself while this is going on. Uh, I got you. I got you. I'll stay here. <laughs> I have no idea where my shaker lid went. Because, oh, there it is. Pickle juice. Okay. Nice. Pickle juice and vodka.
So we pour that in. Yep. Pickle juice and vodka. And that's it. That's it? Oh, my gosh. The last one, you did like 45 things. I did like 45 things. This is very simple. All right. So, so That's easy. So Dale, just real quick. You, you've, you've got a lot of icons at the bottom of your, your screen, like people that look like little people. That's good. Especially for no, like... I have invite, like... Some people have different accounts, like, I, I feel like. Oh, you oh, okay, you're saying, like, this. Okay, you were saying the other thing. Yeah, yeah, just Screen click, click on... There you go, and then you can choose him. You can... The, the view that you had, you can so then if I click do on this, chain. Okay. And make him the center. We're gonna, we gonna learn today. There you go. <laughs> you got learnt. <laughs> oh, See, there you go. Boom. Yeah, and we can still all talk in the background. Yep. I'm not going to remember that tomorrow. So yeah, we'll you will. See, I, I was doing some fun ASMR stuff while Shane was mixing the drink. Nobody heard it. <laughs> and then if I just want to add it, I'll just go back to this, and there yep. we are. Boom. Okay. There you go. Let me try that again. And then I'm, I've got some stuff to make some regular martinis as well. Nice. All right. So I, I got it. into gourmet olives lately. I didn't realize I like olives, but there's some like gourmet high-end olives that are just amazing. I don't I like, don't know about high-end olives, but I really love like regular olives. Yeah. There's so I, everybody so, on audio. Everybody on audio is just no, like, they're not gonna have any idea what we're talking about, but Cap's trying to teach me how to do some of these things where we could have still been talking to Shane that whole time. <laughs> yeah, it just would have been him doing the demo. So I yeah. I'm practicing how to do it even though we're live well we're yeah. not live we're on a recording we're on a recording it's oh, almost fine i uh, definitely cap gonna have to redo that whole thing so then i can really dabble with it so then dale doesn't forget half the time i already told him i was gonna forget i don't even know yeah. why we did it so you just have to, you just have to study the, re the 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 review of this whole entire thing when you do it yeah, yeah. Dale's gonna have to go back to two hours and 30 Listen. minutes into this and be like, what the hell did Cap say? I don't yeah. even know. When what I, was I, that again? When I was coaching, I had to watch so much film just to find so many small tidbits of data that I really needed to know. So this is the equivalent. Yeah. This is also, I got Shane. a ball. So this we're basically uh, we're yep. basically kicking legends and uh, football coaches now, guys. There we go. Hey, shout out us. So, Shane, do you use any, like, analytics uh, companies, uh, pro football focus, stuff like that? To By help? the way, Travis, I have two balls. <laughs> those, are, those are amazing looking balls. His balls were dripping. <laughs> your balls Did were you see dripping. how smooth my balls were? Your balls were smooth. <laughs> Nothing. I can't – I tell you what, I'm glad that people <laughs> – have past tense so if they're listening all the way up to here so help me god if this was audio and shane just goes hey i got two balls it was like no so shane travis, remembers you like travis you like night live balls. Yeah, balls. Really nice nice clear good looking balls mine are dirty and bad looking he's trying to get to your level shane teach him how to make <laughs> teach him how to get your balls Nice. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. That 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 item that he was talking about is already in my cart. Don't you worry. I'll be, I'll be better next time, Shane. I, I, I can't forget to add that right now. Yeah. yeah. I'll be better. Yeah. Well, I'm tired of drinking out of this because I see everybody with a glass, and I'm like, I don't have a glass, but I got my fancy-looking bottle. 
So I just drink out of that like a. I mean, you can just drink out of the bottle. You've been drinking. This guy's an animal. He's going to give us all hangovers tomorrow. He's going to give us all hangovers. They all guess who's, don't fall for it. They'll stop. Guess, guess who's not going to have one? Bill, you're not going to be a human being in 30 minutes if you keep following but What a great story, story to tell. Like, yes, yeah. Shane Graham got us all hammered. Shane, so, seriously, though, with so all Cal, that, tell us. You were saying something. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I think my dog's barking. You guys continue. Uh, go go check on your dog real quick. You don't even got a dog. Yeah, he's peeing. Um, so you were saying something right before that. What were you saying? Was, who? That's a great question. Uh, uh, I'm uh, talking about the olives. Is that we talking about the olives, the drinks, the the something. Most not important. It was a very intellectual comment. I don't know what it was, but oh, Shane. Travis, you ruined it. Again, I, I'm terrible. At, I, you know, I'm going to see myself out. I've been doing nothing but terrible since I got see, here. I appreciate shows like that, though. You know, there, there's no script. Oh, but <laughs> I, I, again, there's the worst part. Is like this isn't live. So, like, I was working, and I had no idea how it was going. And I just jumped in 45 minutes in. And all I know was that Dale was telling me, it's going really, really good. And I'm like, awesome. So I come in. Poof, two down. Emotions, tears. <laughs> The, the question I asked Shane, he goes, all right, let's ask another one. I'm losing my buzz. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm, I'm. <laughs> you ever just totally just bomb on stage? Because that's what I did. And I'm like, awesome. There we go. I think you're doing great. But you also learn as you go. Like oh, yeah. the, the, the wife show. Shane, do you, ever, do you ever catch my wife show, Tiger's Talk? I, I, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I've ever watched a single show or, or podcast or listened or, or, or anything I don't know if I ever have. So, no, I have not. What? It's great. Sometime, look it up. All, all women, all female Bengals fans talking talking football. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm biased, of course. I, I haven't had a conversation with any other one, but Bengals Whitney came here the first night that I was in this, and holy hell, did I have a – I had a blast with her because oh, I yeah. am such a person when it comes to, like, really getting into something I feel like a Bengals conversation schedule, this and that, I'm going at it. Me and her were fighting for a word, and she went back down, and I was just like, golly. They've gotten so much better after doing it for a year. You know, no, they just said, let's go, and then you get better and better and better as you go. I feel like I have my own podcast that I do person to person. I'm in my other – the other seat's right here for my co-host. It's, it's I can see if he's going to talk, and, I get, like, you can hear it. But this like is Manti, all audio. Yeah, this girlfriend. Is so much learning that I have I feel to like- do. I feel like I'd be afraid to jump in on her podcast because I don't know who might be on there. And I'd be like, shit, do I know you? Uh, oh, Shane. <laughs> Shane. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a subtle flex. He's pleading the fifth. That's what he is. He goes, he goes, I plead the fifth. Fifth. Everything you say. Fifth. <laughs> No, but I had a question for you. So your, your your talent, you know, you don't get drunk very easily. You don't get hangovers X, Y, and Z. What is the best story? And I don't know if you've you mentioned it. What is the best story that you got when you were drunk, and that you knew you were drunk? I don't know that I can share all my best stories. Well, um, share the one that you can, so you don't have to plead the fear. He is a business owner now, so. Yeah, 
Um, well, when I was coaching, I had to be very, very like clean cut. I couldn't. Um, so, so one night, I guess I was at a, what was this place called? One of Bob Dex bars uh, in Mount Pleasant or Mount Mount Lookout. What's that? What's that place up on the hill? Not me. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about right now. So there was a bar. It was a three story bar. It was really popular, like in the mid mid to late two thousands. What's the What's the community? So let's just say you're at the stadium and you look back at the city. To the right of the city, it's like kind of up on a hillside. It's called like, is it called Mount Lookout? Or what's that area off to the right? Like Mount up? Lookout or Mount Adams? One of the two. Mount Adams. Mount Adams. Okay. okay. So Mount Adams. And there was like a, there was like a bar there. It's like a three-story bar. Like the first story was like, kind of chill the second story kind of ramped up and then the third story kind of had like a different vibe with like a little rooftop like feel to it uh it might have been called like mount mlt maybe mount lookout tavern or mount lookout tavern yeah yeah that that's where zach uh, took the uh the game ball yeah okay so then that's the place all right so I was there and I, I, I used to go there like fairly frequently, I guess. And I got like, I was at the point where. Ooh. And I go in the bathroom oh, oh. and like, you know, I, I take my shirt off. I fold it. I hang it over the rail. Wow. Uh, I, before I, you throw up, you're about I, to throw up. But before I, you throw up, you set yourself oh, up. I'm, I'm the OCD. mind of a kicker. I'm so OCD. You have no idea. Okay, so I uh, I fold my thing or I fold my shirt over the thing. I, I get sick. I throw up. I put my shirt back on. I go to the sink. I wash my my face off. I'm clean cut back then, so it's very easy to clean my face off. Uh, I always carried gum, uh, uh, cobalt, cobalt five five cobalt or whatever the name yeah. of it was. Okay, so like gum, clean my breath up. Everything's good. I'm a big rally guy, so go have a great night. Continue, continue, continue. Again, I get sick, like two times in one night, go in the bathroom. I think I, like, maybe tipped, like, a bouncer or somebody, like, $20, $40. Like, hey, like, make sure nobody comes in the bathroom. I got to take care of some business. And I get sick again, take my shirt off, fold it up, hang it over, get sick, put my shirt back on, clean my face off more gum and i think at the end of the night we ended up doing like karaoke at some like japanese place i don't know the name of it i can't remember the name of it but ended up having like a super late night at some karaoke place and just had like one of the most fun nights i ever had out in cincinnati play like late night karaoke in this one place and then um I just remember, like, the next morning, everyone was like, well, Shane's going to be hungover. And I was like, nope. Are we going to brunch at uh, – where are we going to brunch tomorrow, you know? And we ended up at uh, Zips Burgers or something at, like, 11 a.m. And that was, like, my fa- one of my favorite places to go. Did you sing any karaoke while you were there? Do you do you remember? Oh, I definitely sang some karaoke. Hell yeah. Oh, 
What's your one song? You got karaoke. You got to pick one song when you go out. Uh, I, I, I love 80s. Okay. Uh, 80s music. Um, you know, anywhere from monster ballads to, you know, like Brian Adams to freaking Aerosmith or White Snake, whatever. Nice. I feel oh, like man. guys, guys, oh, not to interrupt, but I'm getting a call from Derek Arrow that was on here earlier. He's at work. He's probably seeing how this went, so I'm just going to put him on. Derek, uh, we're still going. Yeah. You're still going, man. So you're live. What? It's the first time Dale's ever said that. Huge, huge fan of the show. Can you guys hear him? Caps the clown. Derek, Derek, first time caller here. How you doing? You have a question, sir? For Shane, um, Shane, what what is your all time like most favorite tour you've had as as far as like the the not necessarily the most expensive, but maybe the rarest bourbon that you've had? Oh, rarest. Um, I would say it was a uh, it was a very old pappy that someone poured for me. The, the most ex- the, the nicest pour and even maybe even the most expensive pour was actually a red wine, not a bourbon that someone has poured for me. Not that I have poured. Yeah, I had to hang up on him because I have my earphones in, so there was no way for him to hear that. So he'll just have to listen to it. Oh, right? that's funny. He's like, uh... what, is he going to answer? Like, is he going <laughs> That's what you get for being out of the club, bro. Yeah. <laughs> for having a job and you work 70 hours a week, you piece of shit. No, good for him. If he's working 70 hours a week, I respect that. Good for him. Yeah, he works like – he has such a bad schedule where it's like go in at – I think he has to be there at 4 and he gets off work at like 5 in the morning. Comes home at like 7. He's got two little kids. Like, wait, wait. He goes in at 4. Oh, oh wait. Okay. 4 p.m. P.m. Yeah, at like 5 a.m. and comes home, you know, takes his kids to school usually, uh, goes to sleep, wakes up at 2.30, or, or he woke up today at 2 so we could do the recording. And, uh, yeah, yeah, his wife came in, took picked the kids up because he usually picks them up. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to shout out Derek here. He so, works hard. He's a good guy, man. I, I just love. I love Shout out, Derek. I love that you did. You lost your sense of where you were going. You just go, yeah. I had to think for a minute. I well, thought hey. I would never get so drunk, like after that I, Clark Harris thing. I'm and so here we are. Shane is literally going to top Clark Harris and have so many bragging rights. It's going to be phenomenal. I got to go back. I got to go back because I know Cap said the OCD, you know, being a kicker, this and that. I was like, first off, Paps, hilarious that you go to Paps out of all the classy drinks that you're making. I love that. One of my favorite beers. Uh, But you fold your shirt as you're feeling like you're about to throw up. You fold your shirt, take it off, fold it, put it on the railing prior to throwing up. What has that been what you've always done, or is that just something that you just picked up being like maybe? Well, I, I can tell you this I didn't pick that up in college because in college, usually by the time you threw up, you were kind of done with your night and whatever. Uh, 
I think I just kind of learned to puke and rally when later in college, I just, I didn't drink till I got to college. Like I did not drink in high school. Uh, it was rare for me to drink younger in college until I was 21. Didn't drink till I was 21. And then, uh, I think it just kind of turned into a habit that I didn't want to make a mess. And I saw sloppy people. And when I see sloppy people, like it's such a turnoff. It's such a like, Oh, come on. Like get us hold of yourself. I hear you. You know, especially a girl, a girl can be like so great to look at, but then it's just like, Captain's a wild man. Captain's a wild man. He knows exactly where you're at located on that. That was <laughs> I love you, Dale. I love you, I'm Dale. I'm not sloppy. I'm sorry I cried. I'm sorry no. about my mom. No, no, no. I broke. love that hoodie. I cried again. He's like, the cleanest dude right now. No, I love I, that hoodie. I, I get that 100%, Shane. I worked at uh, Putin Bay for two summers. And uh, anybody that's in Ohio understands what Putin Bay is. I'm sure. Uh, oh, I have, I have a lot of friends who work there. I, oh, Lord have mercy. I worked at a pizza delivery man and that was good money, but the stories and yeah. everything I had on that, I saw sloppy. Cause I did. I, I was not like you who waited until 21 or around 21 to wait to start drinking and such and that nature. So when I got to about that age where I was working there, I was like, I'm seeing these people and I'm like, this is not what I want. No, there's no chance. I want to be like this. My yeah. God. Yeah. Holy hell. Cap, you look different. What happened to you? This isn't Jeff. Wait, that's not Jeff? Where's Jeff? <laughs> Jeff changed his hat. That's so weird. Damn. Where'd your beard go? Shaved it. Shaved it? Well, you look clean cut the, now. That was nice. The microphone has a little bit more of like a, a sound reducing like texture to it. What? Hi, Shane. Hi, Shane. Wow. Hello. How are you? I'm doing very well. What? All right. This, this is Cap's wife, Jess. He outkicked his coverage, obviously. I mean, we, we all have a tendency to be able to do that. We're men. Let's be honest. And, and like, King can actually talk to outkicking coverage like the football. You know, we I don't know anything about his wife, but. Uh, well, I. I did it in real life too. So, awesome. hey, shout out Shane's wife. <laughs> I haven't even mixed my drink yet. Wait, there we go. No, Shane, this is this is the person that has the podcast, the the great all girls podcast, the Bengals that is killing it. Yeah, Jess, Jess, Cap's wife, uh, Tiger Stalk, phenomenal freaking podcast. Four girls, the uh, Jerry, Kayla. Yeah, I thought you were looking short, Jess. So yeah. it's a thing. Like, well, right I'm like a foot, foot shorter thing. And I can't forget our honorary Bengals Brew member, Whitney. Yes. So she, Whitney like is involved in multiple podcasts now. Yeah, she's. Uh, I'm glad I snatched her up before everyone else started too. No, she asked if she would be an honorary member, and I'm like, yeah, cool. She's a killer. I'm telling you, I that's first of one. That's the first person I talked to out of the four that you guys have, and that was a great time talking to her on both podcasts. I was on that night. Oh, she was She's going hilarious. at it. All right, I think so, it was funny until I met Whitney. <laughs> She's yeah. so funny. I love talking to her. She's the best. So Shane, ask your best question for Jess. Now that you have her here, uh, what? It's a running bit. Neither of you get it. 
Okay. All right, Jess, you got any questions for Shane? Oh, I don't know. I'm very, I feel very on the spot right now, but actually I do That's... have a question. Uh, do you have any children and do they have red hair? That's a question. Um, the, the, the fair, the fair answer to that is. I that do... you know of, children you know of. I... And is Travis one of them? <laughs> I've been waiting for it. I... I've been waiting for it. He hasn't acknowledged it yet. He went to go get milk and then he hadn't come back yet. Um, I don't think so. And um, <laughs> uh, no, I do not. And no one has no one has brought it to my attention. If so, um, so Shane, do, we're here. This I is, do hope we're here to introduce you to, to your son, children. Travis, your long lost son, Travis. It was a wild night, and uh, where was what, that place? Radford what, what's College. Your all right. Well, this just got weird and disrespectful, but um, yeah, no, yeah. I I only ask because, you know, I'm one of three redheaded, you know, my hair keeps getting blonder as I get older, but my sister, uh, her hair is really bright red and her husband has like blondish hair and they have redheaded babies and there's at least 10 redheads in my family. So I'm very, very fond of, of redheads and I'm all about, you know, increasing the ginger population. Yeah, <laughs> I was so, a trans fan and married a redhead. Okay. <laughs> and, and let's get serious for a second. No joking aside. Um, I've actually heard that, you know, redheads are going to be like obsolete in 50 years, blah, 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 because it's a recessive gene, all this, that. So my sister has super bright red hair. I used to, but over the yeah. years, like, Same. Um, like mine has like lightened up a little bit and maybe it's looks strawberry blonde, whatever, whatever it is. My beard is darker and looks a little more red, but, um, I think for, no, I do not have any children, but I really do want to have redheaded children because, you know, it, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a guy thing. Maybe it's a, it's a woman thing too. I don't know. But like, I think we want to have our kids look like us. And I really would like to think that when I have children that they do kind of have the redheaded trait because the trials and the tribulations I kind of went through as a redhead that made me who I am because I was insecure. I was uh, shy. I was like all these things that I dealt with growing up, I think made me who I am today. And as much as I would love for my kid to be the, the, the boy that every girl wants in elementary school and middle school, that wasn't me. Like I was, I was not that that kid that every girl wanted to like hold hands with when we're watching a movie in elementary school. Like I was the kid who had to stir up the courage to ask a girl to go with him in middle school. And then I got to high school and it was like, Oh my God, like how do I ask that girl out? And, and like that popularity contest and all that th stuff you dealt with without being tall, dark and handsome but you're the pale kid with maybe a little bit of freckles or no tan and, and the red hair, like all these things you have to deal with. Yeah, right? Like, so, so you have to deal with these things that aren't like the stereotypical, uh, you know, like attractive qualities that are on paper for most people to say they wish they had. And... Uh, I hope my kids can go through that so they can have the strength that I feel like I built like over the years for myself. 
but um, if the if 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 I were to say like the strongest hair color you can have, I would love to say that red hair is probably like the strongest color you can have because it has created such a polarized thing with within the Caucasian population, obviously. Like I think that there's so many differences in blonde, dark, black, brown, whatever, like color hair you have. I would like to say that red hair is the one that makes you stand out the most. And I love the fact that I think that people say, Oh, I recognize you because you're a redhead. Like, I love that. Like, people always say, haven't I met you before? Or don't I know you from somewhere? And I'm like, yeah. no, you just met someone else with red hair probably. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what? But it's the same way as like someone finds out you lived in a certain city or you went to a college with 50,000 people who went to the same college. And they're like, oh, you're a redhead. Do you know John? And it's like, <laughs> well, that's no, where, that's where I, I don't know they'll, John. They'll Is he a redhead too? Dale yeah, had that joke yesterday. He was like talking about uh, Shane's my dad and such. And I, I immediately commented on him. I was like, just because he has red hair doesn't mean there's relation or like I'm his son or anything of that nature. I was like, I, I just have red hair for Christ's sake. I know. And now I feel bad. So I'm giving you guys your moment. I apologize. I, I saw you leave and I go, are you really just leaving just so then the redheaded people can talk? Wait, so Travis, what I'm you not mad. <laughs> I'm trying to be respectful. <laughs> what you you Travis, where you were you I, born? And that's what I was going to get to. And I was, I was born in 1997. Um, okay. Now you're good. No. <laughs> oh, God. oh, no. Oh, no. But no. Did Cap no. tell you graduated from high school in 95? <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. I'm young. But you guys, it's it's really messed up. You guys, you mentioned how hard it is to grow up as a redhead, and that's something that hits really well to me because in elementary school, I was growing up when, like, South Park made that episode about how oh, yeah, we have no souls. Oh, yeah. I got I got beat up for having red hair for that episode. I had no idea the context of it. So, I had, so here's, here's the difference between me and you. I had to beat someone up because of that episode. Wow. Good. <laughs> You, wait, hold on. I feel like there's a story that needs to be told on that. And just, I, I just want to say subtle flex. Everyone take a drink first and I'll hop back on. All right. Well, I actually have to get going, guys. I'm very She's, sorry. Hey, but thanks it's for been great. having me. We love you all. Shane, big fan. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing on Twitter. Good luck with the business. She's got a podcast to do on her own, and I got the coolest computer. So, Well, yeah. if you ever want a guest on your show, I feel like I, maybe I can handle it, but we'll see. Wow. Thanks so much. I'll definitely hit you up for that. That's awesome. that's really awesome. You, got, you, you gotta guys. wear a wig though. No, I won't make you wear uh, a wig. All right, guys. All. Hootie. Hootie. Take care. It was a pleasure meeting you, Jess. Uh but no, seriously, with that the whole growing up being a redhead and that kind of deal, you talking about like growing thick skin and you know, yeah. being being that, that touches really well with me because there was a couple words like like fire crotch. That word hurt me as a kid. And I, I was getting in trouble, like I was getting in fights and this and that because like people were making fun of me for that. And you talking about having kids have the courage to grow up in that and everything. Like that touches really well for me personally. Y'all yeah. want to talk about your dads and feeling it? I didn't feel it because I still have my dad. But you talk about that, and that's all in my heart right there because that is literally who I was growing up as that kid that was one of the ten vendors in the school. And and people don't understand that like. 
so it's easy for me to find empathy with people that have dealt with racism and dealt with certain things. And whereas finding true sympathy, if you've never felt the same level of it, is hard to truly say, like, no, I, I, I've never dealt with racism. So it, I, I truly can't say that I can sympathize with every feeling you've had. Right. But I can empathize with it and I can I can I can pull a particular feeling or I can um, or I can feel like I can understand where you're coming from because I know it's gotta hurt more than I've hurt. So I can I can know that you're hurting, like and I know that you're feeling something. So to feel like as a redhead compared to a brunette or a blonde or whatever, uh, I can say like, you know what? Yes, I was treated different. Is it truly so bad that I can't experience certain things that are so bad to word, you know, like I feel scared if I get pulled over by a police officer or things like that. No, it's not the same. I, and I get that. Right, but, right. Yeah. but but there are still differences within how our our psyche matures as an adult from an adolescent or as something different because we deal with the fact that a lot of girls maybe didn't find us attractive when we were younger or or whatever you know and and I probably ran into by the time I felt like I became a young adult to an adult, I probably honestly felt like when I started gaining traction because of what I did for a living or whatever, that I was like, I'm going to take vengeance on this, you know, like, right, right. I'm going to like, oh, you didn't like me when I was a redheaded kid. You didn't like me, you know, Mike Jones, you know, like that whole, like, Mike Jones. you know what I'm saying? Like that whole thing. And it's like, I felt like, I'm going to make this different than it used to be when I was a kid. Because when I was a kid, you know, like every girl I had a crush on was like, no, you're a redhead. No, you know, and it was like different. And so like, I know where you're, I know how you feel. And, you know, especially when we're younger and we're developing and, and, and our lives are so far ahead of us. And then, you know, later in life, it's a little different because we've, you know, we create, you know, there's, there's, there's the sapio and the, all these different things of people that understand like the intellectualism is attractive more than just looking at someone or whatever, but it, it becomes this intellectual physiological, like in the intricacies of what makes attraction and, 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 and relationships like what they are, you kind of understand there's a difference between everyone wants a Ken doll Barbie, you know, like not every guy wants Barbie and not every girl wants Ken, but there can also be ginger, you know, right. and there can also be super tan ripped up six pack guy. There can be this guy who looks like this. There can be this guy who looks like this. And then there can be, you know, ginger spice that looks awesome and it, it with with that and it's in my days because clearly i'm younger than everybody i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to 
but uh it it goes so much as to where like the emojis nowadays where like they're they're bringing more emojis and this and that to be more like okay you can be yourself instead of just be this white blonde i had to be like a white blonde dude when i first got on here and i'm like i'm not blonde like i'm strawberry blonde but i'm not blonde like i have red hair and yeah. then they added the gingers into that and i was like yes i feel like i'm involved with this there we go did, but did, i had a funny thing because you mentioned the strawberry blonde uh, my I, I kept coming home, you know, because I was having troubles at school and my, my parents, I, I'm like, yo, I'm getting beat up. I'm, I'm getting in fights because I'm a redhead. Yeah, this is not good. And my my mother goes, well, you're not a ginger. And I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean, mom? And she goes, you're a strawberry blonde. And so I, my little ass took that to school. And when kids the next day were going to go to fight me, I go, I'm not a ginger. I'm a strawberry blonde. And everybody was like, how did you just say you were? And I was like, I'm a, I'm a strawberry blonde. <laughs> and, and and then after that, I was like, oh, is he a strawberry blonde? I'm like, I went home and I was like, mom, what did you do to me? What did you do? Because my I got my red hair from my mom. Yeah. I'm like, mom, why did you do that? And she goes, well, that's who you are. And I'm like, but, but now they got more ammo on me. Well, you, you look like, you, so has anyone ever called you a day walker? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. No, that's funny. That's funny. But no, seriously, Jess, uh, and I, I, it was only a couple seconds in there. I'll shout it out again. They, they kill it. They absolutely yeah. kill it, man. It would be cool for you to be on that because I know that they they had a couple encounters with guests and all that fun jazz, but like to have you on would be super cool. And uh, it was also the first time I've met Cap, too, so that was really cool. I saw him at a game. I went to one game last year, and it was the uh, Browns-Bengals game where it was not a pretty game. And uh, – so I go there. I'm I'm a huge Bengals fan my whole life. I go there and I'm so excited. And I look down. I see Cap's orange suit, and I'm just like, awesome! That's Cap. And then, of course, the game was not pretty. And I'm with a bunch of Browns fans that I'm with because all my area. I'm closer to you, Shane. I'm up north, so yeah. everyone's a Browns fan over here. I'm like one of the rare Bengals fans you find. And so I go with a bunch of Browns fans, and they're just rallying my ass full ah. time during that game. And I'm just—it was the worst time of my life. But seeing him, <laughs> seeing him with the orange, I was like, I've seen him on like photos and such and this and that. But to see that bright orange jacket, like from a couple rows up, I'm like, that's awesome. But they—they they got a great show, man. And yeah. I'm, I'm excited that you said that because I'm excited to watch that for you. I—I I guess I could now mention. So you watched? You went to Cleveland? For that one, Travis. No, I went to Cincy. Okay. I went to, I, it felt like I was in Cleveland at that game, but I was in Cincy. Yeah, because same game, they beat the shit out of us, and like yeah, and you started hearing Browns chants and everything, and that, I was well, like, you know, wait, it's my first, what was like what first, are the Browns chants? Do they even have? No, they just bark. They bark, they, dude. That's all it was. That's that, all it was was barking. The that's whole why I want to. That's why I want to tell this story. Okay. Oh God. I'm. Not happy about it still. <laughs> so, you know, they're up I'm big, whatever. Happy. First year getting season tickets, like, I'm a teacher. I ain't got that kind of fucking money to buy season tickets. But I'm like, you know what? I love the Bengals. I think they're going to have a good season. So I get season tickets. I'm there watching that game. We're getting our ass beat. My cousins, a couple of my cousins are there. They're Browns fans. I didn't realize in the third quarter they got in a fight with people in the same section and Bengals fans and got and got kicked out. But I'm sitting there and I'm like, 
okay, whatever. We're getting beat. I'm like, Marissa, let's go. She's like, no, I'm having a good time. My wife, you know, I'm having a good time. Let's just let it roll. And I'm like, oh, okay, but we're really getting beat a lot. I'd like to get out of here and beat traffic. You know, we got a two-hour drive home. So she too good right now. We can leave right now with no traffic. So this guy comes over from the other section, which I've seen the guy three more times, two or three more times. He must have season tickets. He must just hate the Bengals so much that he has <laughs> season tickets and he roots for every other team we play. But he's wearing like a brown shirt. He comes over and starts barking in my ear. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, back up. First off, like, chill out. It's not a big deal. Yeah, you're winning. Good job. Good game. Then then we're, uh, so I'm like, whatever. I let that one slide. We're walking up the steps to leave to try to head out of the stadium. And someone else like, man, that's an ass whooping, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And my wife goes, the fuck you say? And I'm like, oh, shit, in my head, I'm like, God damn it, I don't get angry. Like, so I'm like, but now my wife's pissed. So I'm like, fuck it, I turn around and I fucking Ric Flair chop this motherfucker in the chest. Woo! Woo! But what made it even more weird is he just starts laughing. <laughs> so oh, then no. I start laughing even more. Ha 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 ha! And then I just turn around, grab my wife's hand. We start walking off. She goes, wait, who was that? Did you know that guy? I said, no, you said fuck you to him because he's running his mouth. And I thought I had to do something. And then it got fucking weird. And then it got weird when I chopped the I put all my weight into the chop. And nothing and, happened. And we just started like. I don't know what happened. Dude, it's funny you so mentioned weird. that because at that game, I had a bet with my one of my best friends, Graham. They, he, what, they were a diehard Browns fan, and uh, uh, <laughs> they're huge in the wrestling. And so they were like, every single time we score, we're going to chop each other. And I'm big in the wrestling myself, so I'm like, okay, like let's chop each other. I've got confidence in my team. And, of course, after the interception, pick six, well, during that, we had we bought five seats, but we bought an extra person, and uh, they were sitting on somebody's lap. There was controversy with the security guard and everything. Right at that moment, there's a security guard there like, you got six people for five seats. Touchdown happens. My body turns me around and just – and I was like <coughs> – and my, the security guards, what was that? And I'm like, it was a giant uh, – and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, why did you do that, dude? And he goes, it was a bet. And I'm like, oh, fuck. We're going to get kicked out right now, dude. Do you understand that? It's like, it's like two minutes into this game, son of a bitch. But the chop was – you said the chop. And I was like, oh, dude, I felt that from my heart right there. Woo! Were you big – you you mentioned that, just a, just a side little thing there. Were you in the wrestling at all, Shane? Oh, dude, when, when I was in college – we would spend Monday night like setting up for Monday Night Raw. Bro, that's it. when it was good. That's you're talking the hey, rock, hey, hey, cold, hey, hey, the Generation X, like suck it, that. yeah. Calm, calm down, calm down. Do you smell the, the, with the rock? It's finish it, Travis. You pointed up. I was like, where are you pointing? So uh, one, one, one of my good friends was a, a played football at Maryland and uh, had a couple opportunities in the NFL, never worked out. 
so he got in. He he became really good friends with uh, Gronkowski that I played with in New England, and these guys kind of connected with each other. Uh, Gronk's got a bunch of brothers. Um, Matadi kind of like connected with all these guys. All of a sudden, he says, I want to get into pro wrestling. He moves down to Tampa, goes down to this like WWE like school or whatever. Right, right. Kind of things work out for him. So I think he actually won a SummerSlam because Gronk ended up jumping uh, in the ring and like tackled. Oh, so character name Mojo Raleigh, right? Mojo, yeah. So like Mojo is Dean Matati who played at University. That's real. Uh, got yeah. It. So like they became a part of this crew that were like the party crew. So like Dean's like whole philosophy or or tagline is. I don't get ready, I stay ready. I don't get hype, I stay hype. Like, yep. So that's like his whole thing. So those guys are like good friends of mine. And so Subtle flex. What did you just knock down, Shane? I, I, watched your, I, I watched I your eyes follow the whole thing. Like, Shane's like, I wasn't ready to take a drink yet, you fucking prick. My bad, Shane. My bad. Sorry, it was my... This just reversed. What is that? Like, that's right, left. I know. I can't... I still can't figure it out, and I've been doing this for three months now. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's a subtle flex. Whatever. Fuck it. D- but Dean, Mojo, all the boys... Yeah. Just... Subtle flex for this podcast. We had Angelo Dawkins on. Do you still watch wrestling nowadays? He's yeah, part of the say, street profits. I, 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 I won't man. say Come that on. I watch I it will. regularly, but like I keep up with it because I completely understand the entertainment value of it, and I know how hard it is for those guys. It's a very hard industry to be in. Hundred percent. Athletic. The athletic ability to take to perform in that world is unreal. Yeah, and the fact is that a bird. I don't know what that, that is. No, Toby, bring me the ball. Bring me the ball. Oh, that's a that's a ball. Oh, it's a squeak oh. toy. Squeak it's toy. Squeak toy. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna bring. I was like, I was like, Travis, do you have a bird? Yeah, I was like, dude, I don't know what this. I was like, I I started like being scared. I was like, do I have a bird? But for real, Angela's the man. I hope he can come on with us again. Dude, oh I, man, that dog is gorgeous. That dog is beautiful. Oh, look at the puppies. This his name is Toby Todd. Toby. He's a Yorkie Pomeranian. Oh, beautiful man. He's the cutest dog in the world. Fluffball. He's also sometimes the biggest bitch in the world, but whatever. Yeah, no. They're, uh, Toby, you got to be good all the time. <laughs> but yeah, his, man. like if he had his kick footballs about as big as you. You might want to watch out, Toby. <laughs> I mean, I've warned him. Oh, God. I just... Him. I had a bad vision in my head of it, and I'm like, no. So now I feel like dude, sorry, Peter. Even though that vision was only in my head, I will apologize, dude. I'm a mailman, no. and I've heard stories. I've heard stories of veteran mailmen that have little dogs. That, hey, ho! Oh, oh my god, what's happening? Oh my god! Trust I, me, 
I'm, I'm a I've heard veteran mailmen have little dogs that won't stop that come up on them and punt them like a football. So I'm like, oh Lord have mercy, like, like your dad is a professional kicker now. Like you you get kicked one time, you're gonna go to the next county. All right. Uh, okay, so when that happens to you, do you bend down, take the time out of your day to pet the little doggies? Oh, absolutely! I, I, got, I love him. He's 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 the one of the cutest dogs I've ever been around. So, yeah, yeah. I got, I no, got, dude, I love dogs. I have three. I think I have eight or nine cats. Like I don't know. My wife just did you bring stuff. me a new toy? I got did five bring- cats. So I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So my wife just like got another kitten last weekend. I'm like, but we have so many cats. Yeah. Well, the problem with cats is they're cats. Hey, hold on. Well, real quick, Shane. Uh, you're, you're stepping he's clearly a dog here. guy. So that's another. Are you a cat dog or a dog guy? He's a dog guy. Cat dog or a dog guy? What the hell? Yeah. Are you cat I mean, dog? Do you like cat dogs? <coughs> hold on. No, hold no. on. How, I still have at least a good five or six of these, so I'm we can't quit. Let, let, let me get one more of these in real quick. No, let me ask you a question, Shane. Who is your favorite get, wrestler get. of all time? What's that? Who is your favorite wrestler Ooh, of all that's time? That's a tough question. Wrestler of all time. So you like, got better would, questions than what you got, Dale. Asshole. He's going to say Hulk Hogan, probably. Um, or The Rock or Stone Cold. That's what everybody so, says. You know, Hulk was always the good guy growing up for me. And then what? The NWO. That's why we brought on the third man. Am I not giving you enough attention? We'll pack. We will pack it out here. So the Hulk was always the good guy. So to me, when I'm the giant or um, Randy Macho Man Savage or Jake the Snake or like all these like 80s, 90s like wrestlers. Ted uh, DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. Dollar Man. All these things. So, you know, like, it's all drama, you know, like, I get it. I understand where it was. I always knew it wasn't, like, true real-life things, but... I didn't always know that. I was about 10 when I found that. 10 or 11, and I really, it really broke my heart. (laughs) That was real till then. Dale's still talking trauma from his childhood right now. (laughs) Hey, thanks, guys, for being here for Dale's trauma trauma therapy session. He's cried. He's talked trauma. Dale looks at me and goes, help me. I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know what I think, to say I think anymore. Time for a new drink. What are we drinking next? What are you going to make? What are you going to make for us right here at uh, Shane's Bar? All right. Shane's Bar segment coming up. I feel like we need a little music playing. Like, doo, 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 doo. I mean. Yeah, I'll, answer the question, though, Shane. I'll drink beer for now. No, yeah, he's mixing uh, one more. One more. Because, listen, you're approaching – Beating Clark Harris. <laughs> um, you know what, though? I, I really don't know what my favorite wrestler. You know, Hulk Hogan has got to be up there because he was, he was like, you know, like, yeah, like Dusty Rhodes was the American dream. Like, all right, do the hey, do Mount Rushmore then. Because it's hard to pick one. I agree. Okay. With okay. Dale, Dale told all three of yours that you were going to pick, and then you were trying to go outside of it, and you were like, but there's – I don't know, man. I went to Mount Rushmore so I could get four. Mount Rushmore. Um, Hulk Hogan. There it was. That's the one. Rick, Rick Flair. 
The Rock and Stone Cold say it. Tell me I was three out of four. Three for three. Dusty Rhodes. Oh, okay. All right. Respect. The Rock. Okay. And only because The Rock has become such a hardcore mogul, like international, like cross, like so many directions, but yet he was also so big in wrestling. Yeah. Yes, Stone Cold was great when he went from stunning Steve Austin to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Did you know that Stone Cold wrestled? Did you watch that WrestleMania when he wrestled Kevin Owens this year? I mean, I I saw him in, in some stuff. I didn't, like, watch everything. I mean, I know he, like, tried to befriend Pat McAfee and actually stunned Pat McAfee. That had to be a highlight of his life, I tell you yeah. what. Man. I, oh, I, I, do you know how many times I could tell you, like... Hey, guys, we got it. We got another what? guest. I've oh, done it, some really, no, it's I've our done honorary some... member, Bengals oh. Whitney. I was praising you earlier, Wit. I tell you what, I've been... Oh, I missed it. <laughs> I know, I was, I was, I've been, I, before he, before Shane... We were talking wrestling. Shane. Shane, you're not leaving this question, but wait, I had to let everybody know. I was like, I, I've been wanting to message you to be like, that was a great fucking night, just going back and forth <laughs> at each other. But I was like, I don't know if Wit actually was like kind of mad at me for just going back and forth. Hey, guys, like, my, my dog's barking and I see one of my wife's coming. Hey, Jesus right. Christ, Shane, go ahead and who is that? Shane. Shane. It's, my, it's my doggy. Oh. Shane, Shane, you're not leaving. You got two. No, you, no, you picked four, didn't you? Did you pick four? Oh. I'm in no hurry. I just know that. No, did you pick your time. Mount Rushmore? Oh yeah, The Rock, so Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, The Rock, and Dusty. That's Dusty Rhodes. Yes. Okay. Okay. We got no Randy Savage. I yeah, Randy oh, Savage is great. coming in hot. Yeah, but Miss Elizabeth was like a little bit of a traitor to Hulk Hogan. I don't know. <laughs> Well, nice to see you guys. I got a message, um, Shane, when you guys first started uh, the episode, but I went to go get a pedicure. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, you couldn't you, see that. You're just Not trying to show your toes real quick? Is that well, what I was going, I was going to. Like... Nice, Shane. Nice. Let's I was going to say, Shane, that was some flexibility right there. That hurt me. Don't do it. Uh, if you... Ah, it's, it's almost like he—he's an athlete. <laughs> yeah, dude. Do I split in every direction. Um, what? Not so subtle flex. That is a huge flex, and now yeah, I need. Yeah, he already drank now, for now right I need there. proof. Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> There's video on the internet. Trust me. Oh, okay. Um, wait, you're joining in here real quick. It seems like you have a little bit of knowledge and uh, old WWE and such of that nature. Uh, who's your? Do you have anybody for uh, Mount Rushmore? For wrestling? No. You got nobody? No, I was a little bitty thing uh, when I watched it with my papa when I was like, that was 80s. So just the 80s, guys. I just remember, like, it was uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And okay. then, uh, obviously, Randy. Yes. And then who was the two brothers that used to, like, lick each other's heads all the time when they got in the ring? There was the Road Warriors oh, and yeah, the Road Warriors. Express. Huh. Maybe the Ricky Road and Johnny Morton. And yeah, the Road Warriors. Okay, yeah. So that's oh. all I remember. Ric Flair, Ric Flair. <laughs> I'll get, I'll get you, Shane. I'll get you, Shane. Uh, because I'm a little younger. Uh, I'll go. Uh, Triple H. 
Uh, I'm I mean, go. I know those guys. Was that a subtle flex? I'm a little younger. What, me and Shane are old old dudes now, huh? We had this conversation earlier. We were talking about redheads, and they were talking like, he was like, oh, how old are you? When were you born? And I was like, we were talking about me being Shane's kid, maybe. Just that of funny. But, oh. Yeah, Dale, Dale was like gun-ho on it, and I'm like, I'm not his child, Dale. Don't do that. Just because I'm a redhead doesn't mean this I'm his turning child. into a Mari Povich moment. Yeah, this is a 23 and me find right now. This is what the show is. <laughs> Shane, I got to know more about this dog, though, in all seriousness. What's its name? What kind of breed is that? What's going on? How old? He is. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. He's no. so attention deprived. He loves <laughs> it. His name is Toby Todd. Toby. Aww. Oh, no. He just dropped his toy. He is a uh, Yorkie Pomeranian. Oh, he's the best dog ever, except for he was a bad boy yesterday. He was. What do you do? He was a bad you... boy. He was naughty. <laughs> um, he's a good boy. No, yeah. he just uh, he peed. When he's very very potty trained, uh -huh. but he decided he was gonna pee somewhere he shouldn't pee, and. Uh, he got excited. It's his first he time. got excited. Hey, Shane, I need to tell you, please do not open up this topic. I don't know if you saw any of our time with Clark Harris the other night, but there was a whole 20-minute pee segment um, about drunken peeing in places you're not supposed to, and I really don't want to open that back up. I mean, we're, are we talking about dogs or people? No, people. We're not, we're, we're how really drunk – you just literally brought it up. So how drunk have you gotten? Have you accidentally, like – peed in a hotel room or anywhere Guys, I hate this you place. brought it up i wasn't even thinking about it whitney thanks hey, it's shane's fault it's toby's fault <laughs> toby's fault toby do you want gosh darn it toby listen here dang it toby <laughs> so who's peed somewhere inappropriate well clark said he got real drunk and he didn't realize it and he peed in a hotel like window with the, and his wife was mad at him the next morning, and he didn't know why she she was mad, and that's what had happened. Then and then Travis uh, also told what had story. happened was, oh uh, yeah, Shane, go ahead now. No, Travis, uh, I please, I no, have PTSD no, from I, I have PTSD from this. I, I truly don't have any stories of peeing somewhere I shouldn't have peed. You know really? why? Because he really? had a superpower, Whitney. No, oh, yeah. episode, a million times. The third time in this episode. Go ahead, Shane. Yeah, third okay. time. Third I've time. Tell her your superpower. I've definitely peed behind a dumpster. Who hasn't? Whatever. It's a dumpster. Somewhere where you should. No, we're be talking. You didn't even know you were peeing. Yeah, like but you can't be standing up, so it's different. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I mean, oh, gross. Guys, you guys are all gross. How you started it. Get out of here. We can I brought you on to be classy. I'm I sorry. I just went peed in a toilet like a normal civilized human being came back to a pee conversation. I, Who's never been camping or out in the woods or whatever? Like that's we're not, not we're not talking about that. You've we're never talking been camping. We're talking about being so drunk. Yes, I've been camping a million Jesus, times. You've never been camping. I gotta take you. No, I'm just saying she raised her hand and she's like, I've never peed outside. I'm like, who has What? It? My wife pees outside all the time. 
<laughs> just throw she's your wife under the bus real quick. She's way cooler than me, so she's not she's not home yet, so I'm allowed to talk this shit. Plus, we're not <laughs> hey, live. Hey Dale, so. I think I've got to go check on my dog real quick. All oh, right, I'll put you in the background. Give me a thumbs up after Shane? you check on your dog. Come back, Shane. Holy <laughs> hell. Wait, no, seriously. I, I I I literally typed out twice. I was like, yo, that was a great conversation. We were going back and forth talking over each other. It was so sweet. And I, I typed it and I'm like, I'm just gonna back out. Oh no, out. message me anytime. That was a blast. I, I literally was like, I wanted to like I was like, I talked to Tyler about it and I was like, yo, that conversation was great. And Tyler yeah. was like, yo, she's good. That was a good conversation. I'm like, yeah, I should probably say like that. No, was me and you are like this now. Thank uh, you. Thank you. That means yeah, a lot. No, we're cool. We're sometimes cool. I'm too much, but sometimes I'm just enough. And I wanted to make sure I'm just <laughs> enough and not too much. No, we're good. Awesome. Uh, so sometimes decided, you're too much. I've decided, well, yeah, but aren't we all? I was that night. I uh, got so hammered. Um, it, so it was so awful. And then um, I decided the next day I was going to make a T-shirt that said, like, Clark Harris got me drunk and all I have is this lousy T-shirt. And then try to get him to sign it when I go to one of the games. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to get a custom made Clark Harris. He said he'll sign him. I know. I do need to do that. Uh, I listen, have, I have listen. two custom jerseys. You, I actually want to You need to go it. to, uh, well, DM me and, and I'll tell you where to go because I just don't, don't want to put okay. it out here. Okay. Yeah, I will because I do. I have two custom jerseys I want Look, this year. I was looking at custom jerseys in there, $400, and I was like, I can't do that. And I messaged yeah. Clark and I'm like, I hope you're not mad at me, but I had to get one for like 30 bucks a piece. I bought two for me and my wife from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I hope you're not mad at me, but I want the cheap road. <laughs> hey, you got to no, do what you got to do. Clean, and at, I, least, at least you'll be able to rep them now. At the dude, game. I cleaned out my fridge that night. I didn't even mean to. I had like almost a 30 rack in there and I was like sitting here and I was, lo I was looking back at that episode and I'm like, what the fuck happened? There he is. Speaking of that episode where we went with Clark Harris for three and a half hours, Shane's giving us four tonight, minimum. Yeah, you gonna top it? Yes. Top it, Shane? We're at three twenty-five, Shane. You're you're literally right there. <laughs> I truly, when I got the the link to come on, it I was, I had just was left. three and a half hours ago. I had just left, and then when I got home just now, I thought I wonder if those sons of bitches are still hanging out, and I couldn't believe it. Way to go, Shane! You are big guys. Bingles Shout guys. out, Shane Graham. <laughs> you know this is gonna get bad though, Dale. This is gonna get really bad to where everybody's just gonna keep topping each other. And before you know, it, we got seven-hour episodes, and we're just talking to people for seven sleepover. First Bengals and Bruce yeah. sleepover, man. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna go twenty-four hour. The first twenty-four hour live, and everybody's there's gonna be an active player, just like I got practice in the morning. Yeah, I'm playing in the Super Bowl tomorrow, guys. I you're going to be the reason some guy gets cut. <gasps> oh, Dale. Oh, no. That's not Dale. That's, where's Dale at? That's Dale. That's oh, not me. Oh, That's oh, not oh, well, me. I can't get cut because I'm way beyond that. So, <laughs> What are you drinking tonight, Shane? Oh, God. you Yeah, see, us not I'm being live. Drink tonight. Hey, what hasn't uh, he drank? Oh. I've had, had, That's uh, pretty. Okay, so we've had this tequila. Oh, oh, we're matching, twinning. We've had this tequila. Oh, my God. I don't have that bottle. We've like had. That. that is a flex. This vodka. Oh, my God, Shane. Lord, it's been Are you okay? 
this bourbon. Buffalo Trace, yeah. Uh, the one mix that took 30 minutes to mix beer. it. No, there was other mixes. We are, my man. There's been and that's what it was the funniest part. The funniest part in this whole thing is where he's making all these drinks and then he goes to the fridge and pulls out a paps. And I'm like, what? Do you ever do pickle shots with Jameson? That's a thing. Uh I there honestly hasn't been a whole lot of heaven drinks. So. <laughs> So you just started, and I, I got in an hour later, and you guys were talking about stories. And this, you just started collecting whiskey, bourbon, that kind of nature a year ago, you said? Uh, yeah. So in a year span, what you have displayed right there that has liquid in it, are you a person that saves the bottle, or are you the person that saves what you have and it throws it out? No, I throw out what, I have, what I've already had. Okay. I didn't know if you were a person that saved the bottle between, like, because I – Clearly, I saved this bottle. You did. You you probably that's not your first bottle of Class A Azul. Oh, here we go. Subtle flex. Or, or, this, oh, right. no, this is about to be a mega flex. I can feel it coming. I can feel this it. Is a, this is a bottle right flex. I was curious this, that the short bottle right there that looks like Class A Azul. What is that bottle right there? It it it, it is Class A. Having to do this in reverse, it's so weird. Um, so this is a small bottle of Classe Azul. Just the same bottle that we both have? Uh, Whitney, are you not going to do any drinks now that you're on here? Not right now. I haven't had dinner uh, yet. I'm, we're having tacos. I haven't, I haven't, 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 haven't had dinner yet. Oh. I still you just got that called is, out. That, that got, was an awful impersonation. I am so, so insulted, Shane. That, <laughs> that's that's, just, I, okay, okay. Like that's my that's my rum shelf. Oh, you got the crack nice. in there. I see that. I see the cracking. This guy so flexing all over the place. I'm a big rum fan. And then this is uh. Hold on. What's above that shelf? What was above that shelf? So that right there. Is some kind of trophy. Yeah, that's why I was like, hold on a second. So that is, if you are a Virginia Tech fan or a UVA fan, that is called the Commonwealth Cup. Yeah, yeah. The Commonwealth Cup is the trophy between Virginia Tech and UVA. But you okay. literally just got the trophy, or did they like make revenue? I'll be right back, but that's a big flex, and you should be drinking for it right now. All right, Whitney, I'll put you back when you're in. Back. So, uh, the Virginia, you know, like a lot of these colleges, especially interstate colleges, have these rival trophies. Yeah, around. yeah. So Virginia right. and Virginia Tech, Virginia, Virginia is the, you know, like their post grad is medical doctor, blah 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 blah, and law, blah blah blah. Uh, Virginia Tech is veterinary school, agriculture, engineering, all that kind of stuff. We're very blue collar an engineering school and which actually tends to help humanity in the long run. Subtle flex it's helping humanity. Helping humanity oh, in the long run. I, I'll drink to it because it's blue collar work better than that. That ain't subtle flex. That's just straight up being fucking. I'm just That's just being real. No, I know. I, I just wanted to have a drink. <laughs> but you know, like, so like something I've learned over the years is that, you know what? I understand like people who go through medical school. It's a tough thing. Blah, blah, blah. But I love the blah, blah, blah. He, yeah. he blah, blah, blah so much. 
We're blah, to the blah, point blah. of the show where blah, blah, blah is every few words. But when you look at the long term in, in humanity, like engineering school is, is really like what brings a part of the, the humanity in the future. That's the blue collar work right there. It, it, yeah. So when you look at long term, does law school truly and nothing against lawyers? I understand there's a need for it. What? Hey, lawyers! Fuck you! Continue. Jesus Christ, Dale! Holy hell! I'm just trying to piss off everybody. But but in the long run, it's like you have so many lawyers that become like the ambulance chasers or whatever, and nothing. Cocksuckers! The cocksuckers. Dale, let him talk. I Holy said it. Shit. Continue, Shane. Dale, are you like the background noise? Like, so Shane's trying to be proper, and then Dale's the guy behind. It's like it's like the Cam Pill, the Cam Pill, the Cam Pill skit where it's like Obama, and then there's angry Obama. So I'm like, I'm saying what he's thinking. He talks, and then I say what he's actually thinking. Shane is just Shane is going so properly, and Dale is just in the back. Like, I fucking hate them. Fucking motherfuckers! <laughs> Shane, please continue. Dale, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Go on, please, Shane. So, what I'm saying is, is that uh, within the the whole like rivalry of. UVA, Virginia Tech, just like any other interstate rivalry, University of Florida, Florida State, uh, University of Georgia, Georgia Tech, like all of these interstate rivalries, Ohio State, Cincinnati, whatever, whatever it may be, there's always that like our school is better than yours. No, our school is better than yours. Our school is better than yours. However it plays out, there's always that like, you're the white collar, we're the blue collar, we're the big brother, you're the little brother. There's always this hierarchy of we're better than you, blah, blah, blah. Kind of like Army, Army and Navy kind of deal, kind of that. Yeah, that. but Ar- Army and Navy's different because there's same, honestly same, a different. true sense of honor that plays out with that. Right, right, right. I mean, right. Let, let's be serious. Like, Oh, wait, hold on. So you putting slander on all the white collar people who said true sense of honor. So you're saying that for that fight, there's honor. But for the other fight, the blue collar, the blue collar, and the white collar. No, I'm saying, no, yeah. I mean, there it is. See, what did I say? What Got him. There we go. There's true honor. There's true honor between Air Force, Army, Navy, and Marines. Marines. You know, and and Marines are obviously a a part of the Navy, but... The Marines are kind of, let's be honest, they're a little bit of a league of their own because the Navy, the, the Marines are a department of the Navy, but yet there's still somewhat of a distinguished separation of infantry, naval vessel, air force. Like the, they're a mixture of a lot of things. So, mm-hmm. so the Marines are somewhat a little bit of a mixture of everything, but yet still distinguished. So I understand that, 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 the, that the Marines honestly kind of get a hierarchy of their own because they are a little bit more 
distinguished. And, that, and that's, I, I, I don't want to be like biased towards one branch or the other, but the Marines are a branch of the Navy, but they bring in the Air Force and the, and the Army all in one like unit. But the Marines are much smaller when you look at the Army. The Army infantry is X amount of people. The Navy, whatever, are this amount of people. The, the Marines are, are a smaller group, but yet they're a little what more... What the fuck are we talking about right now? <laughs> I'm just I saying. Thought you I won thought you won a cup. I thought you won a cup. Like that cup, I thought you won it. No, 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 no. So that cup up there? <laughs> so this cup... Yes, tell us about the cup. Yes, I just made a comparison. I didn't mean to go into branches hey, of the military. Shane, 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 my request is tell us about the cup, and then from the rest for the rest of the episode, drink from the cup. Oh, holy shit! That's your chalice, sir. So that cup is called the Commonwealth Cup. <laughs> I'm sitting back down on, on the little stairs. Dale comes in. As soon as Dale came in, I knew he was going to be like, what the hell is going on here? There oh, we go. really about to drink out of that? Holy hell. Yes. You might want to clean that out. That oh, oh, that's, probably not, that's probably not clean. Oh, the amount of fucking. Oh. Yes. No way. Chain. Yes. That, you're the man. Somebody clip it! Somebody clip it right now! Oh my god! Holy shit! PBR, no less. That is the classiest tip of PBR I have seen in my life. Shane Graham needs to be locked up immediately. Yes. Hold on! Bottom you step. actually talked him into doing it? Yes. Dale, it you need to stop hard. letting your dog outside to pee real quick. No, Holy I wasn't peeing. I was like talking to Cap and just like I'm Let's texting and stuff. Emails have not been able to talk guys into doing a lot of stupid shit before. <laughs> this man is an animal. I thought Clark was an animal. An animal. Society. He needs to be locked up and put in a prison. This man is a fucking legend. Yeah, that's legend stuff right there. Dale oh, leaves as soon as she says that. What are you doing, Dale? Shane. That was, oh, a fine, that was a fine moment. I'm you're going to have to pick there. that up later, but that's all right. Oh, no. I'm picking it up right now. <laughs> Can't handle it. I oh, fucking right here. You know what's crazy with that you commanded? You you said you got a drink out of that. And you, I still don't have a drink. You don't have a drink in your hand. That's crazy. No, yeah, I'm the sober one. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So, Shane, have you done the bourbon trail then? I have not done the bourbon trail. Oh well, then you're no bourbon aficionado yet, sir. I need, I need a no. I'm, 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 a, I'm a, a bourbon virgin. Okay, well, it's a bourbon trail. You still live in the Cincinnati area, right? I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Shane, oh. what the hell are you doing? Shane, stop it! <laughs> Holy shit, Shane! Shane, <laughs> how do you? Shit, Shane. Holy shit, Shane! <laughs> <T> Shane. <laughs> Nice. You do yours, Travis. Let's uh, let's get a carol of the bells going on here. Yes. I use my ring because mine's a little lopsided, so it's kind of hard to get. You, honestly, you don't even need a ring. It still rings like a bell. No, I. It, it's a little lopsided, so when I do it, it just goes like, watch. It'll go. Hold on. I'll see if it does it. 
Oh, I did it. Hold on. All right, maybe it's just me being stupid sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> it just makes a fucking dud, and then you look So this, this one rings also. That's a different Ooh. ring. It's got a lower tone. It's probably how much liquid's in it, too, right? Oh, God. Oh, no, my no, God. No, no, no. Oh, you're going to hate us in the morning. No, uh -oh. he's not, because it's fucking superpower. She has not learned about my superpower yet. Oh, you have, you have a superpower? Yes, he does. <laughs> Hangovers. What? Oh, nobody likes that type of person. Oh, like, like I said, my wife literally was impressed for a few months, and then she decided she hated me for it. Yes. Dude, the amount that you just drank in like five minutes would have gotten me a hung. Like, I would have been hung over right five there. Five minutes, mother. Have you not been paying attention the whole night? Oh, trust me, I have. I've been keeping tabs of you, and I'm like hung over. All right, slash hung over, slash hung over, slash. I'm at like eight hangovers right now. All right, Shane. But I'm only 24 too. I'm about to be 25 this year. By the way, we're at 3:39. And this guy's. This guy's crazy. Shane, that was awesome. I I, so what Shane well, wants everyone want to, to know is that he topped Clark Harris. Shout out, Shane Graham. Oh, yeah. So does take every, a bow, Shane. Does every Shane, take a bow. bottle have a different yink? Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, from my the God. Cup. From the Winner's Cup. Whoa. <laughs> that is the Winner's Cup. Yes, is it he? is. God. Oh God! I was cool with this whole thing of no hangovers and such until it just got excessive, and now I'm like, "Fuck this guy!" I don't. I I'm dead at this moment. And he's over here just. <laughs> I fuck, dude. So I gotta I'm... put I gotta put a new ice cube in here. Oh, and you had to show the oh, ice cube. You didn't have to show flex. the ice cube, Shane, but you did it anyways. Congratulations. That type of ice, was, was, that, type was, of ice was cube that a subtle flex also? Did, no, but did that you is. see the ice cube? Look at this ice cube. Oh, and you know what else I noticed, Shane? You boiled the water before you froze that ice cube. That's why it says Shane, so that was a subtle flex. flex. I will jump back on just to subtle confirm. Flex. That's Dude, you know what? I just realized that Wit reminded me of something that I should be doing that instead of just putting ice cold water in there. I should yep. boil the water before I boil put it the in water there. water and they come out real clear like that. You know what, though? But you can boil water and it really doesn't make because I've done that. I tried to boil water and pour it in the ice mold, all that kind of stuff. But it really comes down to directional freezing, top to bottom, slow freezing. Really? Get, yeah, I don't know if you're if you're a drinker of that nature, but get your Amazon in, get ready. Oh no, get yeah, the glasses, get the Amazon cart ready to go. Taking notes. How do we freeze the perfect ice cube? This is a oh, science portion of the episode. Me and Cap already got it in our shopping carts. We're good. <laughs> it's called it's called oh, Lordy. He said <laughs> sorry, I had a hiccup in the middle of that. Um what the shit? I love that there's a science segment now. Yes. We just it just happened organically. T-I-N-A-N-A. Crystal clear ice ball. That's exactly what I got in my shopping cart. Thank God that's what I did yep. right. Okay. Yep. Awesome. You did not screw it up, Travis. Nice. 
You heard Dude, it and here. all the pictures of it just show that it's supposed to be clear and this and that. And sure as shit, there's proof right here. Hey, add it to the cart. Right there it is. in the glass. <laughs> it's $15.99, too. He said it. $50. Um, yeah. Oh, God. I'm to the portion of the show where I said fuck it. I'm going I knew it. I knew on. three hours. Are you about to burn something cigarette. up right here or what? What is that? Wait, hold say, on real uh, quick. Real quick, Shane, you said you were gonna smoke an old fashioned. Are you gonna? Are you? Are you smoking? A... Do you, Do I need to smoke another old fashioned? There's another one. I feel no, like... he's talking about the drink, homie. Oh. I thought. I also oh. thought it was a cigar. I thought it was a cigar as well. No, a drink. Hey, Shane. We are so uneducated, Travis. Shane, but Shane, we're wait, learning. Wait. We're Shane, learning wait. tonight. Time out, time out. Before you start that, I think you should walk everybody through how to make a Shane Graham old fashioned right no. now. Oh, he already, he already did. You already did. Do we? Do we want to make you an old? Wait, Whitney, you've missed so much. We've had I know, old fashioned. I'm about to leave. Crying I'm about past dads. Everything has been on this show already right. as it is. Sorry. CBD oil, also everything. Hey, All right, run it through for Whitney one time, Shay. Right. One time, go ahead. I am making a CBD old fashioned. Oh. Okay, so special. One quarter of a pour. Ooh. Of what? What's that? This this is an old fashioned mix. But, oh. But. Shane, we're going to take this offline, dude. I got so much to school you on. You're going to sound uh, so no, embarrassing no, 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 in Kentucky. No, 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 Everyone who's been on this who can tell you, I did a simple syrup pour and I did an orange, uh, I did an orange bitters pour, uh -huh. which is the same thing. Uh -huh. Orange bitters, simple syrup, okay? Whitney oh. does not agree with that statement, but go ahead. Whitney, I see it in her face. She does not agree with that statement. Uh, go ahead. She doesn't pay my bills. It's so, okay. Uh, you cr criticize after Whitney. So after you like, make this drink, drink anyways. Another Whitney tutorial. Pay my bills, so it don't matter. Ah. Whitney doesn't pay my bills. No kidding. All right. So I'm putting a whole thing of CBD CBD oil in here. You said a whole thing. Yeah. A whole a whole dropper. I, you said a couple of drops last time. You said a whole thing right now. So I'm like, what are you doing right now, Shane? We're on the XXL version now. I'm like, this Travis, guy's crazy. Travis, get over it. <laughs> Shane, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. I have the energy for you, but I'm like, I just need to clarify that you're doing this. What the fuck is my life anymore? Whitney, uh, I don't know what my life is anymore. So I don't either. For, for this last pour, I did choose to use a pre-mixed version. But normally, that's where she was like, oh my God, Shane, let me tell you this. Blah, blah, blah. This is okay. the second time the you've impersonated me and I didn't yeah, like either the one. Blah, 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 right there. So that was her, ver I was impersonating her, but <laughs> I did use a, a pre-mixed version. I'm going to kick his ass when I see him. I I also do a version where I use sugar cubes and I use a grinder and I use uh, orange bitters, this, that, the other, and I make it super, super, super holistic. Uh -huh. But as it goes for tonight, I'm using a pre-mixed version. 
Okay. What I added, I, what is, in summary, laziness. Got it. Go ahead. Proceed, sir. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. God damn. Whitney, I love you. You could have just been with it, but you had to do this. So here we go. Shane, get her ass. Oh, go ahead. Let's go. Let's go, Shane. I'm Shane, get her ass. Please go go ahead. ahead, Shane. Please go ahead. <laughs> Quit looking at me like that. Go ahead. <laughs> Shane, I'll take the dog off the leash. Go ahead, Shane. Go ahead now. Who the fuck am I to her? I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. So I did add some hemp oil, which oh. is extremely, we are at um, 800,000 milligram per, per serving. Mm -hmm. So for high serving to this deal. All right. And now, because apparently last time I mixed this, when I was completely sober, I forgot to add the bourbon. Oh, <laughs> you, you almost did. Yeah. I almost forgot to add. But you remembered. Which, by the way, I've, I've got too much in here. <laughs> you got to make space. You're making space. No, he just chugs it. He chugs the whole glass. This, this guy's an animal. Society. He is a Could you imagine playing on a, a special teams with, with him Shane and Clark Harris? Locked up and the key is thrown away. That's what I have gotten tonight. God. What? All right. Oh, we're, not done. we're not done. But oh, wait, no. We're just more. started. This is going to, this ain't going to go. This is not going to What are you scared of, Whitney? Whitney's so scared. She goes, oh, my God. This isn't going to go well. This is, he's going to burn it. I'm so scared. What are you doing? Oh, it's happening, Whitney. You don't even know. I don't. I'm prepared to have my mind blown right now. Oh, okay. I see. He's been threatening with that all night. He's been pointing it at me every time I talk. Oh, I turned it down too much. So you're the so you're the dude right now that's gonna go and take all the extra time to like smoke your your old fashioned. I, was, I thought you were gonna say smoke your meat. But use this pre-made mix. Like what? Uh, did I not use unpre-made mix the first time? <laughs> yeah, you did. I'll go back and watch the episode. He did. He did. And he find did. out for myself. He's trying. He was just trying to uh, make this process quicker. Bitters. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. Who the fuck invited her? I don't know, man. I, it was me. She's an honorary <laughs> member of the brew crew. I have hey, man. I hey, have man. Don't hate on my girl, Whitney. Whitney is the shit. Oh, Nothing my God. Look at that. Stuff. Look at that. This guy, he's got the flames going. You're really getting the flavor into that one, because last time you barely did it. This time you're setting off a whole ass com fucking campfire. I will say, uh, I have not seen that contraption for smoking a cocktail before that's pretty yeah, cool i i, I have cool. the uh, ice already maker but i need that one if you could send that to me i'd greatly appreciate it yeah that's cool oh this thing is small oh this thing is Shane, i hope you just heard oh, me give you a this thing is smoky as hell look at yes. that oh shit that this thing guy was... this guy's a fucking legend it's still smoky in the glass this thing's got i'm over here drinking fucking peanut butter whiskey like, screwball and this guy's drinking what? Oh, you're doing the orange too? Oh, Lord have mercy. Here we go. All Please right. Don't cut yourself. Oh, God. Oh, Lord have Oh, no. 
<laughs> well, that's what we thought early in the episode. I'm like, oh, man, he got it, he got it, he got it, guys. If I was doing this, I would have burnt my garage down and I would have cut a finger off. <laughs> like, it, you know, if it was like, hey, it's a tutorial and you do it at the same time. You guys are a bunch of fucking rookies. <gasps> rookies. I take that with honor because I'm only 20 fucking four, so I still have some years to catch up to y'all. Well, I'm old as fuck, so I'm not a rookie, but I just drink Miller Lite. I guarantee I'm Fireball. older than everybody else on this on this chat. I now, with you. How old are you now? When you said something about like when I was 44 or something, I was like, "How fucking old are you? You don't look that old at all." It, that's because he's pickling his. Uh, Settle flex for Four Shane by full. Travis. He got his hand With on alcohol. The I saw that. Shane, it, Shane, if you're Shane, if you're over forty, god damn, you look good nice. for your age, you sexy motherfucker. Flex. Settle flex for flex Shane. Hell, <laughs> god damn, did you just flirt with Shane on the podcast? Is that what happened? I tried. <laughs> Cheers, Shane. Hey, right, here we go. Hey, I, nice got, I got you. Well done. I bet that tastes very good, honestly. I'm honestly jealous of this guy because I wish I could wake up without a hangover. Like, that's it. I think the only thing that, like, takes me away from doing all those steps that he just did is the fact that that's, like, maybe four or five, like, good mouth. Oh, hold on. I still got questions before we go. Holy (laughs) shit. Yale's bringing up the fucking cards right now. Are you really bringing up the cards right now four hours into this? What you got? Let's go. All right. Are you a Halsey Halsey fan? I'm going to eat tacos. A who fan? Oh, Whitney, you're leaving? Yeah. Oh man, I'll see you tomorrow night. Nice meeting you. That's Shane. not oh, like yeah. being weird. Oh, yeah. Next thing. That's uh, a we're recording another episode tomorrow night. <laughs> Good. Said. That that is. Wait, it's different. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Bye. Halsey, the singer. Just really one of your questions. Yeah, it's on there. Shane, Clark? Do you know who Halsey is. I mean, hey. I feel like she's a good-looking girl, but getting this phone call from Jeff Chenerpool. You was on his show yesterday. Which one? Which show is more fun? Going on with him or going on with us? Oh no, Shane! Oh no! Oh, tell no. the fucking truth, Shane. Oh, I had a lot of fun yesterday, but I didn't go. No, you didn't. I didn't go three, almost four, four hours, hours. Eight, eight minutes away from four hours. We're I do thinking I was going to get the last last little drop of shame. I didn't know I was allowed to drink. Yeah, we're oh, quoting. Mercy. You're not. Only on this show. We're quoting the market on drunk Bengals people. We're cornering the market. It's, it's a lot of us. Them. We're like number three in the NFL <laughs> for the most drunk fan. Oh, we're coming for that number one spot, man. Hey. Coming from one number one son Hey! hey. All right, Frosty Rucker is your best friend. Yeah, I I I watched Ice's show to be like I don't want to ask him the same shit, but he's your best friend. Give me your best story with Frosty Rucker. It's like a Marcus shit off. Okay, so I can't give you every. I got it. Give me your best story you're willing to tell. Uh. Or funniest or a fun moment or I don't give a fuck. Whatever. You do whatever. 
So We're four hours into this, Shane. Have some fun. So, so Frosty was a rookie when I met him, and we just connected. It's hard to explain. We just connected. We're both on the same social plane, and I, I kind of like made sure that like this guy knew, like, hey, you're a draft pick. You're going to be a guy who's going to make the team. How do I connect with you in a way that's not just about being a player? Shout out Frosty Rucker, third round draft pick from USC. Yeah. Continue. I just also, I got, since you interrupted him, I want to let it be known, Dale, you look fucking ridiculous with glasses on top of your hoodie and whatever else you've got contraption going on now. You've gotten to another level of Dale, and it is. I've got my ear, my headphones on. And is it fucking I'm, cold? No. You you just look wild right now since when I first got on here. I'm like, this shows the evolution <laughs> of what we've gotten here to where Dale was cool, and now Dale's just like. All right, so Shane, Travis is the new guy. Before you continue this Frosty Rucker story, Travis is the new guy. He doesn't understand how fucking nuts I am. Like, <laughs> like I'm not nuts like crazy, but a little bit. We'll get there. We'll My get day there. job's a teacher, and I love talking bagels, and I love to fucking have some drinks in the evening. So, well, Dale, yeah, interviewing you, we're interviewing Shane Graham. So why don't Shane continue with the story? What? Why don't Shane Graham interview me? Well, <laughs> let's. Uh, hey, what was that? What was that? That little backwards. Sorry, I didn't train in all the things you guys did. Go ahead. Tell me what you think about this. What the hell is that? That was my bear can interview interview microphone. Um, so what I was about to say was that um, so Frosty and I became really good friends, and he was the best man at my wedding. Like we just we experienced so many things together. But I remember my first beer. This guy's crazy. Can Dale? Dale, I, I gotta ask you. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna mute myself. Continue with this story, please. <laughs> okay, so Dale muted himself. He's good. There um, we go. Thank you, Shane. Continue with your story. <laughs> um. So, a, a lot of the experiences that most of us guys had together were in the off seasons. Because during the season, it's hard for us to truly, like, get out and do a lot of things. But uh, being able to build the experiences I had with Frosty had a lot to do with when he was a, when he was a rookie. Um, he reached out to me as a guy that had experience, a guy that he knew, like, wanted to have fun, wanted to enjoy like the life that we were living as a professional football player. But he could just tell that I was a guy that enjoyed certain things and I needed maybe to mature a little bit. Like I did, like by the time I met him, I matured a lot because when I, when he first met me, I partied, I was in a social world where there were certain things that I was enjoying that maybe later in life I wouldn't enjoy the same way. But it was like, um, 
when we hung out, we enjoyed certain things with partying or whatever, but it was like, um, by the time we matured to understand certain things, we knew that there were responsibilities that came in, involved with all these things that we dealt with. And a lot of guys that make it as rookies or especially high drafted, high drafted rookies or high drafted, um, well, high draft rookies, but guys who made it as free agents that came from another team or whatever it may be that were exposed to a certain type of living that they were not used to. And I can explain that when I made it in Cincinnati, even though I was given a salary that I wasn't used to or whatever, there were things I was not used to. And when you're younger or you're middle-aged or however it may be, like you're exposed to things when you don't have the experience to deal with it. And that's a tough thing to understand because understanding and, and realizing certain things at 22, 23, 24, 25, whatever year. You're basically meaning my age? Is it understanding those at my age? Is that what you mean? Yes. Those that you're – wait, you're 25? I, I'm about to be 25 uh, next month in June. Okay, holy shit. Well, there you go. So you understand things that happen to you at this age, but the realism is that it happens to you at an age when your expected income is at this percentage or whatever. And I struggled to get into the NFL. So like my entry level NFL level was, was low compared to other NFL guys. So most, so a lot of NFL guys are like, I got drafted. I got this bonus. I got this, I got that. I'm like, well, I didn't get shit. Uh, I actually had to pay for this, had to pay for that. So I, I, I was only in college, but I was one of the last in college because of my grades, like we, we like we mentioned earlier, uh, I didn't focus on grades. I didn't realize how important they were. And so, like when I got into my my scholarship, because I could have, I legit could have probably went. And this isn't a subtle flex. This is me working my ass off because I didn't have gifted talent. I probably could have went D2, maybe D1 for baseball if I really had the grades for it. But uh, I went I, – I didn't have the grades, so they didn't trust me. They didn't trust that I was going to be eligible. So they were like, yo, like we're going to give you like a bottom dollar scholarship, but other than that, you're going to be good and golden. So like, I can understand that from you, but mine was only like – yours was like up here. Mine was right here. Mine was like the beginning of the steps of it all, maybe the beginning. Yours was all the way up here. Yeah. Completely but- yeah, what you're at with that but but honestly it's like the the level of like realizing how things pan out is so weird because um uh, sorry my dog's down here um you realize like there are so many people that things could work out for and there are so many people that things won't ever work out for and you don't want to look at yourself as I truly know I'm going to be one of those people it's going to happen to 
or I truly want to look at myself as one of those people that it will never happen to. And the spectrum of I feel like I have a chance versus I have a chance are, is so wide. And it's a crazy like spectrum to be in because when I was in college, I just truly felt like things are going to work out. I'm going to make it in the NFL. I'm gonna be a superstar, but what 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 college what college football player doesn't feel that way? You know, like right, 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 who right. doesn't yeah, feel that? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And and when it ended up like I didn't get drafted, things didn't go the way I wanted. I was like, oh shit, I don't have this huge signing bonus. I don't have this salary. I don't have like I don't have this like world I thought I was gonna make it in. I realized I fell into this world of not just a few players, but like 90% of guys who played college football. And it's a huge world you live in because you realize like the percentage of guys who make it into high school and who make it into like big time college football is very small. Yep. And all of a sudden, you start realizing, like, freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, senior year, holy shit, it's even smaller for professional football players. Yeah. And then... Well, I feel like you know you would know that better than anybody with, like, all the different, like, you know, cities you had to travel to and stuff like that. And the, Did you ever feel security at any point in your career? Never. 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 And that sucks, you know? Yeah. Like, here you are in the NFL, and it's like, man, you know, I'm good. I'm in the Pro Bowl. But to never feel security (laughs) that you would have a job, like, that sucks. Well, and and, and ingrains inside you during a time where you're seeing guys you played with in college, and I had a lot of guys I played with in college get drafted. Uh, and then you see guys that you feel like you knew as college competitors or whatever. That you're better than. That, that get drafted that you're better than or get signed that you're better than. And you're like, how the fuck is this happening? Yeah. You know, and, and I'm not trying to my language, but it's like, no, you can't help what but be salty as that. Like anybody would in any profession. Like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, how the hell did this happen? And then all of a sudden, like, you see these other people like going in these directions and this and that. And when it finally works out for you, you're like, okay, I've got to keep it humble because I knew things didn't go the way I thought they were going to go, blah, blah, blah. And then when they do happen, you're like, this is awesome. This is amazing. I never imagined this when I was growing up because I didn't know what it would be like. Yeah. But then when it happens, you have to be like, you have to refocus. You have to be like, okay, I have to imagine that other people have experienced this. It's been really cool. How do I keep myself on a competitive edge to be in a place where I don't take this for granted and I don't let this fall away from me because 
I've for so many years, especially the, the past four or five years, I have made this this unimaginable dream. How do I keep this something that I have to keep at a certain level to enjoy it or to reap the benefits of the fruit or whatever? Like, yeah, you know, for all your hard work and your 15 yeah. years in the NFL, like yeah. what, what I do now, you know, like, and how do I continue this? And I honestly think, like, I don't know, man. I hope to see you in that Ring of Honor one day as a Bengals fan because I, you know, I don't honestly like. I don't expect that for. It'd be great to have. I I, I know, but and not I know for a long, long time because you've got your Jim Breach, your Doug Pelfries. You've got so many guys before me that deserve it more than me. I I don't expect anything like. But I, I do feel like you're deserving of it. And you were like, when you were early in your career and such, like when you were here with the Bengals, like you were most accurate kicker, all pro. Like, and, and I think people forget that because it's just like, oh, it ended on a sour note. Well, guess what? Most things in life end on a fucking sour note. You well, know, one, one if thing I'm being honest, too, like most thing things we, in life. One thing we learned too um, with that whole thing being as is uh is that like last guest we had clark harris he mentioned that it wasn't only until maybe a couple of years ago where like special teams was actually valued and special teams is actually something where like you realize that there's actually points being put on the scoreboard outside of you know a touchdown a pass down the sideline this and that there's actually that extra point there's those three yeah. field goal kickers we're just like, all right, go in there and kick the fucking field goal. Get it. Yeah. You, you know, like like long snappers and holders and punters that you're only talked about when shit went bad for a with, long time. And with, and with that, it's like, and I, I appreciate what Shane just said with that, where he's like, there's multiple people that earn it more than me. It's like back then, there was like, if Shane played right now, the where the stats were he had right now, there'd be yeah. a completely different light underneath of him. But at the moment, at the time that he was at, you had the people that you had and the televisation and the football game that it was. It was a completely different game than it is now. So hearing that from Shane's voice was just like, that was reassuring. It was like he understands where he's at humbly himself. He knows who he is. He knows who he's been. He's done fucking phenomenally everything. And well, and that's why, like, before, like, I don't know. Are you guys about ready to wrap it up? I want to top put this back on here at the bottom for anybody interested. Are you guys lightweights or what? <laughs> You're still Are ready you? to go? You want to go another hour? Like you've already topped Clark. I'm I'm in no hurry, bro. All right, I'll I'll invite a couple. I'll go out. I'll go out and check on my dog, and I'll invite a I'll invite another person or two. Go ahead, just, just so you know, you're gonna make this hard to top. No one's gonna top this one. Just so you know. My dog has come to me a couple times, but I've never checked on my dog. You did once. I... Oh, wait, did I? Yeah, you said you had to check on your dog, oh, and I was yeah, like, I'll put yeah, you in the background. I'll put you in the background. Uh, but we did, we did have a dude. We did have a dude whose show you were on yesterday who came on our show, and he had his earbuds in, and he forgot. Like He just said, I'll be back in a minute, and he didn't tell anybody, so we didn't put him in the background. He fucking pissed, and we all heard it. <laughs> be pissed on it's on podcast form it's on twitter it's on facebook i'm like oh man this man just straight up pissed hey, pissed hey on let's, there 
Let's be real. Fuck it. We all know we all do it. It ain't it ain't nothing surprising. No, I know, but that's why we go check on our dogs. I'll be right back. I love it. <laughs> no, Shane, it sounds like you've had quite the uh the career as it is as a whole. You know, you've gone through multiple teams and you've you've had your time. You're now on the time where you're collecting bourbon and having a great time. You're coaching and this and that. But one thing that I didn't even understand and now that I'd like to understand. Uh, the elite winning solutions. What what is that? What is that as a whole? I don't know if you've already expressed that on this podcast, but we're four and ten out four hours and ten minutes, and I was near the first forty five minutes. So go ahead. What is that? What do you do involving in that and everything else? So I I brought it up in the early segments of the video, but um, so basically it's a boutique consulting firm. So anything that has to do with special teams, if you're a high school coach, a middle school coach, an NFL coach, a college coach, whatever, uh, dealing with special teams coverage, return teams, uh, all the facets that play into special teams football, trying to find a way to bring an advantage to you or your team or whatever that most people take for granted. And, you know, you're catching me kind of at a weak point because I'm drinking or whatever. But when you're looking at the aspect of that game, it's very important. And most people don't understand that. And when you look at most players that make it in the NFL – most players who make it in the NFL don't make it because they're the best wide receiver or the best linebacker or the best defensive lineman or the best blah, 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 tight end, whatever. It's hard-ass work and training. It's a lot of hard-ass work, but it turns into unselfishness. And how many guys are unselfish enough to say, I want to be your PP on punt. I want to be your uh, gunner on punt team. I want to be this on punt team. I want to be the. That's how we started the episode, even. You know, we were talking about the more value, special teams, the more value you can bring to a team. That's what will make you stick. Like, you're not just going to do kicking and stuff, you know, with the elite solutions. You're not just going to do the kicking stuff. You're you're here to give advice to everybody because you lived it. You in a 15 year. NFL vet, shout out Shane Graham. Shane, man, honestly, dude, let's do this again sometime if you're down for it. Like we record every Saturday. Usually. I mean, if Travis doesn't want to drink, it's cool. Whatever. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I still I'm have ice with my unclear ball right here. That's for sure. But no, Shane, it's been it has been a absolute blast. I'm just saying I've been refilling my drinks all night. I just didn't know what you were doing. It's cool. No worries. How about this, Shane? How about this? Because I I know I know Dale is a little far gone on what we got here right now. Hey, come on, man! All right. Hey, hey, hey! I don't mean to slander. I don't mean to slander Dale. But as a co-host, you're gonna think about it as it is. Oh, uh, we've got four hours and 13 minutes you. right now to where we either got to have right. two or the four right now. You're so, right. I'd love to chit chat with you even after the show. Here we go. 
But I want to pour. I, I don't have any class A Azul, and I know you've already taken it down from the bottle, but I want to cheers to you if you would grab that bottle real quick. Uh, Dale, you don't have anything on you at all, right? Uh, now. Fireball. I still got a little fireball. Yeah, a little bit of fireball right there as it is. All right. Hey. Hey, 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 Shane. 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 Four Shane. hours and 15 minutes. Shane. Hold no on. guests can top that. Like, Shane. you beat Clark Harris. Don't drink it yet, Shane. Calm down, Shane. Hey, oh. everybody, it's four hours and 15 minutes into this podcast. We have a new record on Bengals and Brewers podcast. Next person to beat it, who knows? But Shane Graham right now holds the record, most certainly. Shane, in the time that I've had, it's been an absolute honor. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media and everything in that nature, man. Where, I can, can I, where can they find you on social media? Where can I they can do that at Shane Graham 17 on Twitter. And if you're what interested in learning more about his training sessions and elite winning solutions, send him a DM or email at Shane at EliteWinningSolutions.com. It is Shane at EliteWinningSolutions.com. That's what yep. I'm Shane, hey, it has been an absolute fucking honor talking to you as a fellow ginger and a, an honor. Talking I to can't you. say that word. Yeah, they, you don't. Don't. That's disrespectful. Oh, I know. taking away. There we go. Hey, cheers. Salute. Who day, man? Love you guys, man. This has been awesome. Who day, brother? It was an absolute great time, man. Let's do it again. Yep. Play that goddamn video, baby. Shane, if you're down to do it oh, again, I'm shit. down to do it again. Oh, oh my god, the man's still chugging. This is a fucking this is a maniac. <laughs>